Pulp Sheet. I'm going to mumble over the Recorded insurance. live. And if you say New Year's Justin one more time on the podcast, I'm going to fucking quit podcasting forever. <laughs> wow. All right, welcome to uh, Mr. Podcast number five. With your host, Claude and Justin. With your host, Claude and Justin. <laughs> I never um, get to say that. That was nice. We need to edit that first part out. What do you mean? The first part. What first part? Just, rem- just remember. I don't want I don't want our audience hearing what I said, the first part. Oh. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. I'll I'll edit that out. <laughs> You say it like you don't mean it. I'll have to edit this out, too, because I can't know that we edited it out. Oh, fuck. So we better stop talking about it. All right. That's so sad. <laughs> oh, man. We can't um, talk about editing it, either. We can't talk about talking about editing it. How about we talk about the fact that we didn't edit anything? Does that help? Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's better. That's better. Okay. Coming to you unedited. unedited unabridged folks unabridged Um, so we were talking about well I had just uh, watched the Sopranos finale I know it's a little late but I watched it and uh, Justin here um, not a huge Sopranos fan didn't really see any of the episodes but you know the ending yeah yeah, and I and I have to say I don't I don't dislike the show because I really haven't watched it. Um, I'm I'm kind of indifferent to it. I I saw one or two episodes, you know, very early on, probably first season. I missed one and then I just gave up forever. Um, maybe one day I'll watch it, but for now, yeah, I don't know anything. But the finale was covered like crazy all over the place, so I couldn't help but read many many descriptions of the last the last scene, maybe the last like couple minutes. So. Well, that was a long story. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty much on the opposite side. I've seen every Sopranos episode there is, um, and some that there aren't. Ooh. Don't ask me how. And um, <laughs> uh, it seems it's like it's impossible, but it's not. Um, so anyway, so yeah, so okay, okay. Well, first, we were talking about Tom Arnold. Why do we bring up Tom Arnold? Because uh, of, um, I don't know, thank God you're here. Oh, because of that thing. Yeah, oh. that's how it came up. Okay. Um, I was going to say about that is that my roommate's friend from high school, who they talked to still, just married the woman Tom Arnold divorced after he divorced Roseanne. Okay, 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 hold on. <laughs> Your roommate's? Friend from high school, but fill, uh-huh. in, fill in more. I I I got I got my roommate's friend from high school who they still talk to. Who they still talk to? Okay. Just married. Married. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> With two R's. Um, <laughs> right. Um, Both to married. Basically, Tom Arnold's ex-wife. One of his ex-wives, the one that was not Roseanne. One that he married after Roseanne? The one right after. Okay. The one okay. he ran to. Well, that's a pretty close connection. I, I Somehow, I, I don't know, I got distracted and I thought it was really complicated. Okay, sorry. So uh, I guess I'm saying 
how this boils down is that you are one, two, three, four, four levels from Tom Arnold. Nice. Wait, um, do you count the person you go to, or just do you count the person you're going to? Uh, I would count personally. My way of doing things, I would want to count the the links. How many links there are? Okay, then there's four links. Yeah. Oh no, there's five links. No, uh, no, 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 there's uh, four. Uh, me to you, you to your roommate, uh-huh. your roommate to the guy, the guy to the woman, the woman to Tom yeah. Arnold. So that's like, yeah, that's isn't five. that like six? Okay, no, I didn't count. <laughs> so me to you. It's to me, then to roommates, then to friend, then to wife, then to Tom Arnold. That's, that's five. That's five. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, once you get to Tom Arnold, you know, you're a quick link to anybody else. In That's Hollywood. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can I can go all kinds of places. Connect to that guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Sopranos, man. Um, yeah. I hope everyone's seen it. If not, we're going to be talking about the last episode. Um, so, if you, you know, don't listen to this if you don't want to be spoiled. Um, but you probably already seen it if you care to see it. And luckily, Sopranos is not a mystery show, not quite as spoilable as. Um, yeah, well, the finale shows. of the series is very spoilable. Yeah. But yeah, well, in general, I agree. Yeah, I just mean in terms of you know how big the spoiler has an impact. Um, I feel like I could still enjoy it just about as well, knowing what's going on. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. What? what? I don't. Know, I don't even know what you mean. I just think with the kind of show Sopranos is, spoilers like don't matter as much in terms of your enjoyment. Um, there's some, there's some, there's some, some minor like revelations, but yeah, in general, yeah. I mean, if, oh, Carmela cooks some chicken parmesan in this episode, like yeah, big what? <laughs> yeah, some uh, some ziti. Oh, Carmela, you're so crazy. Tony's gonna drink a beer. Um, Polly's gonna say something as a fucking something. AJ's going to do nothing. That's about it. That's the whole show. Damn. Who else is on the show? Damn. Oh, what's her name? The daughter. Um, Whose name I can't remember now. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait. Who's totally spacing her name? AJ and... Carmela and Tony and... <laughs> Who's the girl? Don't you know her name? No. I really don't. I don't know anybody's name. I know Just Tony start, and... Uh, start guessing names. What? Just start guessing names. Um, wow. Something Italian. <laughs> Mario. Uh, Something female in Italian. Oh, oh sorry. Um, uh, American, Italian-American. Okay. Oh, dear. Uh, uh uh wow, I can't think of a single female. I can't think of a team. I can't think of her name. I've seen every episode. I felt really bad. Italian name. Uh. I mean, her name's not Italian. That's a joke. Oh, it's um, not. Okay. Hi, my name is Meadow. That's her name, Meadow. Meadow. Yeah. I remember that. Thanks. Still late. Well, <laughs> I don't mean I might have actually said it. I just mean it sounds familiar. Anyway, um... No, like, I was a second away from saying that, because, yeah, the, I wouldn't have said that. Anyway, 
the show's not very spoilable in general. I agree. Yeah, and just to throw out an example of what I'm talking about. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Do you have an example of what you're talking about? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do, actually. Wow. Um, funny, convenient. funny you mention that. Because um, mm. I do have that. Uh, uh, be warned. Uh, if you haven't seen Six Feet Under, uh, mm. here, here it goes. Uh, you know, turn, turn, turn it off for a few seconds. Uh, I found out, I found out just because I was stupid looking at stuff on the internet before I even watched like maybe six, seven episodes of season one that uh, that uh, uh, that Nate died. What? And uh, you know, actually, no. I guess it was after the end of season one because um, he had just found out about this brain problem, and uh, and it was like, oh, he's gonna die. Hmm. You know, I mean, it was a it was a big thing, but uh, uh, for me, it didn't really impact. Uh, I didn't feel it really impact uh, impacted the way I watch a show very much, just because of the kind of show it was. It wasn't wasn't all about these like surprise, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, revelations. I mean, again, my point is, I, I agree with you, but I think I think you can spoil what the ending of the, of the series is, or 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 major character arc, like the fact that he dies. I mean, I think that's. I think you 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 know you watch the sh- I I know I watched the show differently because I was actually spoiled by um a friend of mine who basically said oh yeah he dies in the end back when I was in like season one or two you know and uh, you know similar thing and uh, to me I always said in the back of my head he's gonna die and that's you know and and I don't know if it's just because you know I'm a writer or whatever but when I think about the the character arcs and where the story's going I know well he's gonna die so they're not gonna do this or he's not gonna do that or you know, this decision, you know, if they had to decide, oh, I'm going to go to Paris and do whatever, no, you're going to go die, you know. (laughs) To me, that's the kind of stuff it ruins is when I think about where the show is going to go or what they're going to do. It kind of ruins that if you know something like that. But I would say, yeah, mostly, you know, it's, you know, it's all about how how the scenes play out and what the scenes are about, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're more about, uh, you know, drama and emotional conflict and stuff like that, you know, um, whereas Lost, you know, you can say a few sentences and give away, like, a huge, like, revelation, mm-hmm. you know, from the, from the episode, think, that, like, the revelation of it is a really integral part of the show. Yeah, and I, I think I think it's the kind of thing where, well, I don't know if that's true. I was going to say, that that, you know, there's a big difference between watching Lost and reading a Lost script. And I think that's related to how the show is versus like Sopranos. Like watching Sopranos and reading Sopranos, I think it's is, is almost kind of even. You know what I mean? Uh, you're gonna get you're gonna get the characters and get the story, you know, from what's on the page. And I think Lost, you know, it's so much about the production of it that um, that I think it has something to do with how how much of a mystery show it is. Yeah. Or mystery dependent it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because, you know, you read a law script and it's like, you know, the lines are just kind of so boring. <laughs> and like, yeah. you know, because you don't have the environment there. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and and the the, the actors give them as much as they can. Mm-hmm. And they really can take some really mundane. I remember doing that Ethan and Claire scene in the uh, first Mr. Podcast or, uh, or was it the second? I don't remember. I think it was the first one. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, it was like, God, these lines are so mundane, like. I can't believe it, but when you watch it, it actually feels really interesting, and mm-hmm. and it's basically because of all the other stuff that's surrounding it. You know, the 
you know, what the background of the scene is, you know, mm-hmm. which is he's the guy we remember from the first season. And, you know, uh, this is, you know, what happened to her while she was gone. And, and now we get to see that. And we know, like, you know, he's a part of this group and he did all this shit. And that, that's all the stuff that's like sitting in the background of this scene where he's just saying these very simple things. You know, and uh, and it gives it it gives it more weight. I and mean, when you just read the lines, it just seems like, oh God, it's crappy. So uh, yeah, and I think probably Sopranos. Uh, not that I've seen it a lot, it's, it's more more driven by um, the actual dialogue. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Well, okay. So as far as the ending, you know, basically it ends with. Um, you know, the whole last couple episodes was about Phil Leotardo pretty much going crazy, and it, and basically he puts a hit out on Tony and the uh, or basically the top three guys in Tony's outfits, which is Tony, uh, who was it? Tony, and uh, I forget who else. It wasn't. Uh, oh, it was Bobby, and then uh, I forgot the other guy's name. Anyway, Polly. So, Polly, that's it. No, 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 no. It's not Polly. It's it's the other guy. Uh, Polly's the one with the white hair. Um, no, <laughs> it's um. I just made up that name. I had no idea. That's an actual character. Yeah, that's fun. It's funny you should say that because the when when Phil Leotardo and the gang were talking about who who to hit, and and somebody mentioned Polly. And they said, no, no, he's, you know, he's not one of the top three guys. And I, because I always thought he was, because he's older than the other guy who is one of the top three. And I, oh, wait, is it? I'm getting my characters confused. Save me, save me, Wikipedia. Wikipedia to the rescue. Yay. Do, 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 do. Characters. Okay, Silvio. Okay, that's it. Silvio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm right. Silvio. Silvio's the third guy. Um, and then Polly, Polly Gutierrez. That's right. The the only reason I said Polly is uh, there's this there's this little bit in Goodfellas uh, where the 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 wife uh, of Ray Liotta, um, uh, played by uh, Lorraine Bracco, is in The Sopranos. Uh, Who's in The Sopranos? Hey, hey. A lot of people actually from Goodfellas are in there, but anyway. Uh, uh, Where's they gonna go? Uh, she it's at her it's at her wedding I think, and uh, and she observes that all of all of the kids of these gangsters are named are named Peter or Paul, and there's <laughs> like just a bevy of them being oh this is my co- this is my cousin Polly and this is uh, this is a little Petey and just this like montage of. It's being introduced to Petey's and Paulie's, and so uh, that's why I said that. Anyway, well, it's funny because Paulie, his actual full name is Peter Paul Gaultieri. Nice. So maybe that's uh, they just put both of those names in one guy. Yeah, his name is Peter Paul. <laughs> wow! Wow! Get them both out of the way. Yeah, two words with one man. Anyway, so Tony puts his family in hiding, and he holds up at this at this house, you know, because he knows a hit out is on him. Meanwhile, his guys are on the streets looking for Leotardo, old Philly boy. And um, long story short, um, 
they have a deal with with Phil's boys to to call you know the res, the res, respective hits off. Although no, Phil's guys aren't going to go after Tony anymore, and but Tony is still going to go get Phil because he's kind of a loose cannon now. So that's how that's how you know sort of set up. So you expect Tony to die at any point to a certain at a certain part part, and then. They kind of fixed everything. They killed Phil, and uh, everything seems to be okay. And then Tony and the family move back in the house, and it's business as usual. And they decide to go to dinner. And, you know, Tony shows up first, and then uh, Carmella comes, and then AJ comes. And, um, you know, it's just like regular old Sopranos night, you know. And then what was kind of interesting is that Tony, you know, he had a seat facing facing the door, you know, because he's still a little on edge. You know, after having a hit on him, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would be. So and so, every time somebody walks into the door, he 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 sort of notices. And then you know, when AJ walks in, uh, you know, his son, um, there's a guy who walks in with him, like before him, in front of him. And Tony kind of looks at him and then sees AJ, and then the guy just sits down, and AJ comes over. No big deal. But the guy, as an audience member, you totally look at this guy the whole time. You're just like, this guy just looks a little, he looks a little out of place, looks a little weird. And then um, they had this really good tension with uh, building with um, Meadow trying to parallel park her car, and she couldn't get it. She kept having to start over. And you and to me, the whole time I'm wondering, oh man, this guy's just about to unload on the family, and she's going to be saved because she couldn't park her car, mm-hmm. um, you know. And um, anyway, then they just you know she parks her car and she's running in and the guy that gets up to go to the bathroom. So he's passing Tony and you just know something's about to happen. And he just passes Tony, goes to the bathroom and then they cut right as Meadow, right before Meadow enters the door, they cut to black. And you're just like, what? So that's it. All right. So I didn't hate it. And you know, okay. Here's the thing. You know, we t- we talked earlier about how people either love either love or hate it. You know, uh, at least on the on the message boards on the internet. And uh, I, I think I, I think I I loved and hated it. You know, like I love that it's you know in keeping with the show being you know different and interesting and uh, and sort of how they you know the storytelling in general it fits. But I think it, I, I hate it because it's a cop out in that they didn't have to write anything good. You know, they yeah, didn't have yeah. to. They're not tasked with closing a huge, expansive story. You know, uh, they just get to say, "Oh well," and Frodo walked towards Mordor, Mordor forevermore. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Gandalf became Gandalf the White, and all oh, they had a good time for the rest of eternity. You know, it's like no, you got you know some stories need an ending. Yeah, you know. And that's why I thought you wouldn't like it. Yeah, no, that's the thing. I mean, in terms of writing, you know, I think uh, it's just it's sort of a it, it's it's sort of a cop out. It's like, hey, instead of really working hard and really doing whatever great ending and ending this story, well, let's just leave it open, you know. But it didn't, uh, you know, the other side of that is if leaving leaving it open may have been in the best interest of the show, you know what I mean? It may it may be the best thing for it. Um, I don't think there would have been... I mean, I would have been fine if, like, you know, Tony got killed or uh, something like that, or if he, you know, killed himself to protect his family or something. Um, you know, I think that would have been fitting, you know, um, for the show. Especially since, like, so many people were dying. Um, 
and it seemed like, you know, there was a slow degradation of the whole, of the, you know, I mean, of course the mafia is degrading in general, you know what I mean? Yeah. Over time. So that that seemed like the show was really chronicling, you know, the demise of, you know, the modern mafia. Um, you know, because there, there were so many, you know, it just wasn't, it never has been like it used to, you know what I mean? As, as it was before, and it's just been worse and worse and worse, and this and this, and, you know. And that seems like where they where they were headed, um, and especially with so many of his top men, you know, getting knocked out and, and uh, knocked off, and um, it seems like that's where they were headed. You know, just finally let the family get out of that lifestyle, you know, and uh, and move on. But I guess they they just want more of the same, <laughs> you know. The, I, I got. Oh, go I've I've read uh, a few people say that. Uh, that that he did get killed, and that that's what that is. Like it fades to black, and like you know the guy shoots him or whatever. Yeah, that's not true. The only reason I say that's not true for various reasons is that um, is from what other people who I mean I mean I'm sure people have seen heard about. Um, that article from other TV writers who uh, who were commenting about the the end of Sopranos and how it ended. Yeah. And all of them are on the same page about what happened. And I know some of them know Doug, you know, not Doug Ellen. Um, uh, Chase. Chase, yeah, I forgot his first name now. David. Um, David Chase, yeah. Um, no, I don't. I don't buy that. It's. I mean, if the if what's the, I know you're just relaying information, but uh, it, it doesn't make any sense. You know, if they wanted to kill Tony, they would have killed Tony. If they wanted us to think Tony was dead, they would make us think he was dead. You know, not like leave it open-ended like they did. I mean, if we would have heard a gunshot or something, you could say, okay, well, you know, maybe. But we have no evidence that that guy was even a bad guy. Mm-hmm. So I would say nay to those people. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I would definitely say nay. Obviously, I don't even have a position on this because I haven't even seen it. <laughs> so you know, it's not. I have my little. I can't support any theory about it, but uh, it does sound like it's pretty much uh, just sort of an open-ended, ambiguous kind of. You know. All right. That's it. We're done. Yeah. I mean. I- to me, and, and it's interesting because uh, there's been, I think, some shows along these lines where it's just, you know, it's the idea of you came into their lives and you got to see it for a while, now you leave, you know. Why do the characters have to die just because you're not going to watch the show anymore, you know, something like that. Yeah. You know, these people exist on their own. We just got to, to view them for a while. And I like that idea, you know. It's interesting, but at the same time, it's, you know, at least it, it's, it's a cop-out by default, you know? Yeah. Even and, if it is the best thing to do. And I think they still could write um, uh, a dramatically satisfying ending where everybody doesn't die. Oh, t- definitely, you know? definitely. But they, they chose to do a, a very, very open-ended kind of... Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, so many of their issues really weren't solved um, like even like the, some of the minor issues, like with AJ and what he was going to do with his life, and the whole thing. I mean, they hinted that things were getting better, but like it really wasn't solved. And and um, 
it's like they tied up things just enough. Um, but I, I do have to say, I, I don't think the ending was very satisfying as, a, as someone who's sat through the whole time. I, I don't think I was very satisfied. Um, you know, I, I wanted something more. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I I would say that about a lot of the show, you know, when he left um, or when Dr. Melfi fired him, basically, said she wouldn't be his patient anymore. I was expecting a lot more from that. I mean, he had, he was in therapy with her for seven years, and out of the blue, she decides to cut him off. And, you know, I, I've never been in therapy, but, like, I feel like after seven years, you know, there should be some sort of, you know, discussion, you know, some sort of, like, I mean, maybe that's just the thing. When a, when a psychiatrist or whatever decides not to help the patient, it's just a clean break. But I don't know. I feel like that's there would be there would have been more discussion in the scene, more on her part of of explaining herself. Um, I mean, for the I guess for the audience, we didn't need to know. We didn't need her to say why she was doing it. We knew why she was doing it from other scenes. But I don't think Tony really ever got a good picture, you know. And uh, I don't know, just there's there's a lot of things about this season I really didn't like. I hate it when Tony killed Christopher. Other of those totally pointless and needless. Uh and that's the other thing about this this finale is that they um uh they found this cat uh at the safe house that they were staying at. There's this like stray cat that they started feeding or whatever and it like killed a rat in the basement or something, so they started keeping it around. And then when they went back to, you know, the normal lives, they took it to the, the meat shop where they work. I don't know. They took it to the bottom being the strip club. And, you know, the cat was hanging around the back. And the cat would always stare at this picture that they put up of Christopher, Tony's, like, basically like his nephew. Um, and the cat would always stare at this picture. And they even went so far as they have, they had this scene with Polly where he mentioned that he actually moved the picture to a different place. And the cat went to the new place and stared at it. Um, so to me, it's like they're hinting that like that cat is like <laughs> Christopher or something. Yeah, it's his soul or or it's somehow connected. Um, but you know, th- they sort of bring that up in the finale, but you know, you don't get any resolution of that. You don't know what that comes to, what that means, or if it means anything. Yeah, you know. Um, and it didn't seem like Tony really connected to that idea either. So it's like, well, what's the point? You know. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think you can just service your audience all the time. I think you have to service your characters too, because the audience cares about the characters. You know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Not the best show ever. Not the best show ever by far. Had a lot of good good moments though. A lot of good moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up overall. Thumbs up overall. Okay. I would say, as a show, out of five stars, I'd give it... Oh, boy. Yeah, here comes a rating. Get down, folks. <sighs> I mean, what are most shows? Should most... Are most shows three? See, most shows aren't three, though. <laughs> most shows are, like, two. Uh, Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, five I say for five I say for my favorite shows of all time. Four is really, 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 really good, and then three is average. So I guess Sopranos is a four. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty good. Whatever. Pretty mean, good. You know, it's no six feet under. Hey, what is? It's no. Um, what else do I love? 
Lost. Lost. <laughs> it's not over yet, though, so it's a little early to judge the show as a whole. Yeah, so far it's still better than Sopranos. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean... But, I mean, Sopranos maybe... had six seasons, right? Mm-hmm. So, of course, they had but shorter seasons. But... It's better Sopran- than Sopranos pretty much ever. The oh, best okay. Sopranos episode is not as good as the best Lost episode. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Now, if if Lost like gets shitty the next three seasons, then maybe overall Lost, you know, yeah. might not be as good. But so far, it's beat Sopranos. I think I, mean, I think we'll on. have a better picture uh, once the show's over of how good Lost was overall, because you can see how everything yeah. kind of fits together. Right now, we're kind of in the middle of something and. You know, it has been good and all, but, you know, they could screw it up, really, if they wanted to. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, but I'll buy that. Not having seen it. <laughs> you ever seen Lost? No. <laughs> no, what's all, what's, uh, what's all that stuff about? Okay, it's about these, these people who crash on an island, right? And the island is full of magic mm-hmm. and mystery. Um, there's this group of people called Dharma who okay. um, were doing some uh, voodoo stuff on the island. Voodoo? Mm. They were trying to resurrect King Tut, uh, you know, the Egyptian king. Oh, boy. Yeah, and... Um, Never and good knew to do that. Huh? Never good to do that. No, well... They knew that the secret of resurrecting King Tut lied in the heart of a young boy. Now, they didn't know who this boy was. So what they did was... And then Julia came, and she said... Uh, yeah, I don't have nothing oh. going. It <laughs> <laughs> got really weird there. Julia came, and she said... Yeah. Like, oh boy. I couldn't... I couldn't finish that one, so I, I kind of started... Story. I was starting to think yeah. you had a theory no. that like, we could actually uh, put this forth as this is what Dharma was really doing. No. Was resurrecting King Tut, and the others didn't want him to do that because blah, blah, blah. I could do that, but that's... No, no, that's stupid. Yeah, bullshit? Yeah, no, obviously it's not true. But, uh, hey, people say stuff all the time. Huh? Oh, I don't know. Okay, so Okay, how about that? What do you think if Lost did that? If Lost ended open ended the last the last scene they have the they have the rescue ship floating by. Like you know it's the real it's the Coast Guard, that's a real rescue boat, it's Penny, it's everybody, it's salvation. Yeah. And they have everyone on the on the island, on the beach, and they have and Jack has like a flare in his hand. And he, you know, he can signal them or not signal them, and then it ends. You know. And Ben's I, there too. And Ben's there too. And Juliet has a baby. And Juliet has a baby. Oh God, no! Dude, um, I can totally see Juliet having Jack's baby. Ew! Don't but they won't be on the that. island that long. I mean, how, I mean, forty-eight more days. I mean, even times two. That's a hundred yeah. days. It's not enough time to have a baby. Yeah, that's the thing. They really. Uh, they really can't see a lot of pregnant. The only thing they can do, I guess, is use the flash forwards. Yeah. To uh, to deal with people having babies. Um, 
because, yeah, as far as on the island stuff, I mean, there's no way. That's why it was a big thing when they introduced son's pregnancy, like, what are they going to do with this? You know, this is, she's not going to have this baby, in, you know, until forever. And and I think know. that's where, that, it was a kind of curveball to the audiences um, because usually a pregnancy I mean, it's usually about the birth of the baby. It's about the baby. That's the end result, obviously. Yeah. Uh, but the, her pregnancy is really going to be about the fact that she's pregnant. Right. You know, and what that means in terms of, you know, her safety. You know, and sometimes pregnancies are just, you know, you know, the, the, the drama will come into it if, if they if the woman has a miscarriage or something. Mm. But usually, yeah. the end, you know, you, you, you focus on the end result, which is the baby. But for, the, for Lost, they were like, it doesn't matter if she has the baby on the show or not. We're only focused on this one part, right? You know, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tied into a to to a whole other subplot, uh, so which we didn't know about at the time. So uh, that's why it seems so puzzling. But now it's pretty clear. Yeah, that's what they're that's what they're doing with that. So, um, mm-hmm. so uh, yeah, I don't know. I forgot what my point was. If I had one, I asked you what you thought about an open ending for last. Oh, right. Oh God, I really I don't know where I was going with that. Man, um, it's bad when I'm the one keeping this together. So yeah, it is. So yeah, uh, I think I don't. It depends, you know. It depends on what leads up to it. Um, I mean, the scene as you described it doesn't sound awful to me, but it really it really depends on what happened before if that's going to work or not for me. You know, I. They mm-hmm. they have to do a bunch of things before I'll be happy with an ending like that. Well, I mean, I guess my basic question, and I, I know what you mean, and I agree, but my basic question is, and I guess you're saying you can't answer it. Yeah, but I mean, realistically, I, I guess, think, But I think I would be pissed not knowing whether or not they got off the island. I would be pissed. Well, I guess I feel like with the flash forward, they got off the island. I, I, don't, I don't need to know that. Well, I mean, we have to see how the flash forwards go. All we saw is Jax. We don't know where they're going with the flash forwards in general, and we don't know who else got off. So yeah. but I, I don't want to buy that. But but I, I, I'm i comfortable saying Jack and Kate got off the island. If we have more flash forwards, maybe we can add to those, you know, add to that mm-hmm. list. Um, and if that if that sort of thing happens where it's clear that they do get rescued, um, then I'm okay but then it's kind of weird to leave it like that. Well, that's we, the thing. It doesn't make any. Yeah, that's not. That's not even a plausible ending when you take into account fast forward. I mean, what's ooh? Did they get yeah. off or not? Well, okay, they did. We saw flash forward. The yeah. So I guess when I envisioned um, that because this the Sopranos finale and also Damon Crossland's comments about the Sopranos finale, um, you know, fed a lot of speculation about. Um, having a lost ending along those lines. And mm-hmm. I guess the kind of thing I imagine would be something, not not them getting rescued, but some kind of some kind of thing where all the mysteries were set to be revealed and then they just cut to black, you know? <laughs> like that that that's the kind of ending that I'm imagining that would be that, that people really don't want. Yeah. Well I mean I think I think it's Carlton who said that, that you know that really won't happen. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna explain all the mysteries. I feel like I feel like the ending is going to be. I mean, that's the thing with flash forwards. You don't really need a a big ending. You just need an ending. Yeah. You know, I mean, if anything, I would say the you know they would leave off of how they got off the island, 
not whether or not they got off the island. Maybe. You know, maybe yeah. there was a couple options. Maybe, you know, they set up some big, you know, obstacle circumstance or whatever, and we just don't know exactly how they got off, but we know they got off. That, that's, yeah. to me, the only thing they could really do in, in the surprise yeah. kind of way. But I, I guess I feel like people who are worried are just are, are really imagining, like, you know, instead of resolving mysteries, they just kind of leave them all up, you know, yeah, in the air well, right at the happen. end. I agree that won't happen. But I do think some of them will be. I think there will be unanswered questions in the end. Um, yeah. I think I think they'll hit the, the the high points, but, you know, the finer subtleties of what was going on with blah, 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 we may never learn. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> you know, what... what what the real Henry Gale's deal was, you know, uh, we may never learn that. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, well, I think we know why we'll never learn that. Uh, no, what do you mean by that? Because there's nothing to know. Oh. We already know everything we need to know about that. Yeah, well, that, I agree. Man, they, have, I, they, they admit to bad writing so many times, it's kind of sad. Did you see the thing they said about Nikki and Paolo? yeah. That was pretty sad. Like, hey, let's put these people in there because people want to see them. Oh, no, everybody hates them. Let's kill them off. Yeah. I mean, that's bad, man. That's really bad that that they could they could just so quickly, you know, change focus or at least try to change focus in, in a situation like that. So much screen time could have been devoted to something else, man. Yeah. I mean, in the end, you know, they got one episode and they got, you know, five or six scenes before that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Very inconsequential stuff. They really didn't contribute very much in the end. You could take their episode out and it wouldn't really affect things. Just be like, oh, yeah, they died, you know. Well, you'd miss Razzle Dazzle. (laughs) You'd miss Razzle Dazzle. And I did like that episode. but, uh, But it doesn't really matter in terms of the show. Yeah, and that's that's bad because we could have got an episode that actually mattered. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we could have got five or six scenes that built up to something else. Yeah, you know, that's what sucks is the waste yeah. the waste of time. I agree. I agree. It's it's unfortunate, and I think upon watching season three again, it'll it'll hurt even more knowing it's going mm-hmm. nowhere. Because <laughs> uh, leading up to it, I I remember saying on this very podcast many times that. Uh, that uh or not really this one, I guess the other one. Whatever. I can't tell the difference. Uh <laughs> there's no real difference. That uh that this Nikki and Paul thing has to be going somewhere. I trust them. They will they mm-hmm. will make they will make this interesting and uh hey, you said that like a thousand times. I did. I said a lot. And uh yeah, in the end, well, no, not really. But again, I did like their episode. It just wasn't Sometimes the kind of thing. Sometimes people hurt your expect. feelings, man. Sometimes people let you down. They do. They do, but I don't. I don't think Lost will end that way, though. I, I guess I. I guess the kind of thing I'm imagining is, um, you know, most of the mysteries get resolved before the series finale, um, and I, I feel like the series finale it might have, you know, who, you know, what the deal with the smoke monster is, or some some you know lingering thing might get wrapped up there. But uh, I guess I see the season finale being some kind of bittersweet. Uh, farewell kind of thing that's that's, mm-hmm. that, that's what i foresee um i don't know what else they're going to do you know unless they're they're fighting somebody else at the end and there's some kind of great conflict that has to be resolved i think they're gonna encounter uh 
they're gonna there's gonna be earthquake on the island, and then Jacob's gonna Jacob's gonna appear, and he's gonna be like a hundred feet tall, and he's gonna eat them all. See, I never know with you. I'm going along. Okay, interesting. Oh dear. <laughs> That's how I get them. <laughs> I was like, I was, you know, I could feel, I could feel my 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 uh, 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 lack of confidence in your thing, like going at Jacob, but he's a hundred feet tall. Ugh, not not. I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah. And he eats them all. Okay, you lost me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I lost you. I lost you to eat them all. You did. Yeah. Hundred feet tall was pushing it, but. Well, uh, I'm surprised. I'm surprised you you went with a hundred feet tall. See, I would have. Yeah, I thought a hundred feet tall was the kicker. No. Well. No, I was still in. I was still in. Okay, he's 100 feet tall. You know what? He's a weird, invisible man. Maybe he's 100 feet tall. But what but, was uh, he going to do besides eat something at 100 feet tall? I mean, come on. Where do you think that was going? Come on, really. I guess I should have known. <laughs> what do you do if you're 100 feet tall? You have to eat people. <laughs> what else can you do? Yeah. You're too tall. That reminds me. What's the deal with the Jolly Green Giant? I don't know. You know, like, I always thought that was weird. He's, like, this green giant, apparently made of vegetables. Um, but, like, and he would pick vegetables and then sell them to you. Mm-hmm. I was just, was weird. I just thought it was weird to me as a kid. Like, is he selling, he's selling, like, his own kind. He wants you to eat him. Right? <sighs> I guess so, yeah. Eat his children? I don't know what the vegetables are. Is his seeds? Jolly Green Giant wants you to eat his seed. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> when you put it, and it's that a way. cartoon. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think there's something sinister about that that dude. <laughs> why was he so tall? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Hey, why? Is, why is he jolly? Mm-hmm. Well, they want him to be nice. I mean, they want you to want to buy stuff from him, you know. If he's if he's a mean, angry, green giant. Jovial, really... maybe. Jolly? I don't know. Jolly's kind of scary. Jolly's too much? Yeah. I think when you're really big and friendly, you're jolly. <sighs> really? I mean, hmm, big and friendly is jolly. Yeah. Big and friendly is jolly. Like Santa Claus. Was, um... Was um, what's his name? Paul Bunyan Jolly? No, I don't think he was really friendly. It was a fr- was he anti-friendly? Well, he was anti-friendly, but he was just you know he was he was more rugged and fearsome and powerful. <laughs> okay, that's weird, dude. You got some issues with uh, Paul Bunyan. No, I, I don't. I mean, that's his image, you know. He's the he was powerful. He's the power of the, you know, the Midwest. Um, yeah, even <laughs> the ox, you know, they did great the feats. The dirty ox. Uh, yeah. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider Paul Bunyan jolly. Mm. Uh, anyway, what, what was the point? Oh, uh, something about. The Law series finale. Oh, Jacob being a hundred feet tall. Oh yeah, that's that's yeah, that's how it started. 
Uh, <clears throat> I'd like to throw out one of my favorite shows. Um, Twin mm-hmm. Peaks had had mm-hmm. had an open had an open ending, not by design, but by virtue of the fact that they were canceled um, after the <laughs> second season. So it really would have just been a cliffhanger ending, you know, leading into the next season, but turned out to be the series finale. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, and I think, I think that works really well. Personally. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think well, there's one specific reason why it works well is that we knew something specific about the next chapter that we weren't going to see. We knew that Bob was in Dale. Mm-hmm. And and if they didn't, like, if they left it on whether or not Bob was going to inhabit Dale, that's what Sopranos did. Yeah. Sopranos left it on, is Bob going to take over Dale or not? Instead of going one more and saying, oh, no, Bob is in Dale. There you go. This is what the next chapter is going to be about. If if they had finished the dinner on Sopranos and Tony didn't get killed, then we could say, okay, well, maybe it's fine now. Or if the guy would have come out and shot Tony, we could be like, Okay, the next chapter is dealing with Tony getting shot. Is he dead? Is he not dead? You know, yeah. what is what is he going to leave because he gets shot? You know, that whole thing. And I think that's why the Twin Peaks works better is because they give us an extra little bit about what we're not going to see. Yeah, yeah, you can you can you can extrapolate a little bit about what might have happened after that. Mm-hmm. Um, not too much, but at least yeah, there's something to go on. It's not it's not completely open ended. I suppose they could have. They could have, but they weren't trying to do that, you know. It wasn't supposed to be a series finale. It was supposed to be a setup, mm-hmm. you know. It was supposed to be like, oh, no, what are we going to do now? Yeah, this is their new problem, and it's a big problem, the main character being possessed by the, you know, main... I would love to see how that was going to work. <laughs> Me, too. <laughs> Me, too. It would have been really interesting. Um, I mean, God, uh, to, to see Kyle McLaughlin act as an... With Bob inside of him, I mean, yeah, it could have been interesting. Yeah, and I mean, he's the, you know, everybody trusts him, and he's our, you know, main character that we sympathize with throughout the series, and to throw it for a loop like that, I mean, that's just crazy. I mean, what would Bob even want for, with Dale? Who I mean, knows? that's the thing. What would, he, what would he even, what could he do? I mean, it seems like Bob would have some sort of, I mean, you know, some sort of, uh, agenda, you know, based yeah. on what he what he does when he's in when he's inside of jail. Dale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I Bob uh I don't know. I don't know what he wants. Uh it's all very unclear. Um Well he wants some uh Garmbine, Garmbosia, Garmbosia. yeah. I guess, I guess that's what he really wants. Um and if there's anyone out there who's interested in Twin Peaks um, and what we're talking about, if you if you search out the Fire Walk With Me script, there's actually a couple of scenes in there that follow the season two finale that didn't end up in the movie, but they are in the script, and you know they give you a, they give you just a little more on than the you season get. two DVD. Um, no, uh, the script and uh, oh, in the script. Yeah, the script of Fire Walk With Me. Um, originally, uh, at the end, they were they were gonna do a couple scenes that were following the season two finale. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, so you can, you can see what, what they had in mind to come right after that. And it's pretty interesting. It sets up some more stuff. And, uh, yeah, it, it, I think it would have been, it would have been good if they kept going, but, uh, um, do you, do you, did you get the season two of, of Twin Peaks? Yeah. 
Yeah, I did. N- any good extras? Uh, not really. No, it's pretty. It's a pretty uh, bare set. There isn't a lot of extras. Mm, just like Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> well, the season one had a lot of stuff. Um, just but, like Lynch. But uh, <laughs> wow. Um, but for some reason, season two doesn't have that much. The, you know, season two was so much, so much hell regarding the rights and stuff that, like, you know, yeah. they were lucky to get permission to publish the episodes, and I'm sure any bonus footage is like would have been an extra headache to get. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, there's uh, there's some interviews, um, and uh, and that's about it. It's uh, it's you know some interviews with the cast members, you know, recent interviews. You get to see them looking all old. It's kind of no. interesting, but uh, mm. yeah, all the high school kids look like you know they're in their forties, and all the adults are like you know sixties, like elderly people. Jeez, oh, is Ray Wise on there? Yes, yes he is. Nice. Yeah, good old Ray Wise. He's still around. Ray Wise is still around. I saw him in something recently. Yeah, he does stuff. He's always around, man. I looked still at his credits, scary. and he's he's always got something going on. You know who else who else is still scary is uh, the lady who played his wife in Twin Peaks. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, uh, Grace Zabriskie. Anytime you need someone, some lady who's crazy, you gotta go with her. But you know who? You know what I, I realized? It's she's the she's the the great like crazy psycho almost. But the crazy, like intense, neurotic. They I've seen. Um, I don't know her, the actress's name, but it's the lady in Donnie Darko, the Sparkle Motion Coach. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've her. seen her in a lot of roles. I like have that, too. Yeah. You know where she, where you don't have you don't it doesn't you're not crazy you're just kind of like kooky yeah. and intense and weird. Yeah. She was in Little Miss Sunshine and she played that that same kind of role. I mean, obviously Sparkle Motion and like you know a, a beauty pageant is kind of similar. But uh, she played like a a role. She was in charge there, and it was mm-hmm. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, that kind of almost silly sort of craziness. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I did I ever tell you she was on Jericho? Oh, really? Yeah, she. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but uh, she 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 dies. But she was what? on Jericho. Yeah, Gracie. Yeah, she played Gracie. She was the like store owner, the local wow. uh, markets owner. Wow. Yeah, I forgot she was on the I've, I've seen her in a lot of things. Um, she's everywhere. Of the years. I, I, she's one of those people that, like, I can't remember where I've seen her, but I recognize her. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't. I just can't name anything I've seen her in. There's a few people like that. I'm, I see them, and I'm like, I know who you are, but I don't know what your name is, and I don't know what I've seen you in. <laughs> I was that way with... Um, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> I was that way with uh, Bruno Kirby for a while. Oh, yeah. Before oh, I bothered to figure out what his name was. Man, I was a Bruno Kirby, Bruno Kirby, Kirby. Bruno Kirby fan since uh, City Slickers, man. Oh, yeah? That's the first thing I saw, man. Really? Yeah, and I was like, wow. I just And then that name just stuck out to me. So every time I saw him since, I was like, oh, the guy from City Slickers. Oh, wow. He's apparently in some movie called The Godfather. Really? Yeah, yeah. Actually, he uh, he was in a little movie called The Godfather. Um, 
had a little part in that. Uh, mm-hmm. Wasn't a big part, but yeah, he was there. He wasn't doing his usual Bruno Kirby thing, though. Um, What's his usual? I don't know. You know, I used to think I used to think he was Joe Pesci. Oh, why? I don't know. I just I I thought they nothing alike. Well, I just thought I just thought that's what his name was. No, oh, okay. And it's happened every now and then. I th- I think an actor, somebody, but I realize that's not their name. And there's this other guy with that name. And anyway, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought he was Joe Pesci. You are sadly mistaken, sir. But I agree, they don't look alike. I just I don't know. I did, I was you know I was like eight when I thought that. Give me a break. Heart. Yeah, no, you don't get a break. You're eight years old. You can tell the difference between two human beings. <laughs> I I could have, but I didn't. I didn't. You know, I didn't have the tools. Give me a break. Giving kids breaks is what leads to a communist regime. Oh, okay. Well, fine. I guess I'll get no breaks. Well, you're not a kid anymore. Yeah. You can have all the breaks you want. Oh, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Just don't give any to kids. Nice. Wow. Yeah. See, Worked that's out. how our government works. We're really hard on the kids, and then adults can do whatever they want. Wow. The kids actually run the the, the government. Yeah. It's kind nice. of cool. Counterintuitive, but it works. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Kids will work really, really hard if you, you know, chain them to the basement and make them work. That's what I hear. Hard. I've never tried it myself, but. Well, you gotta try it. All right. It's a new, it's a new volleyball. Wow. Yeah. The new volleyball. Yeah, chaining kids to the basement and making them work is the new volleyball. <laughs> kind of rolls off your tongue. Yeah, that's a good that's a good soundbite. If uh, mm-hmm. anyone ever wants to talk about this, if anybody if anybody wants that as their ringtone, please <laughs> feel free. <laughs> I had to just pause after that to let that thing sink in. Yeah. Very, very quotable. I mean, you know, you know, you ever seen those people that, like, they they get a new ringtone and, like, then, like, their phone rings shortly after they get the new ringtone and they don't want to answer the phone because they love yeah. it. You know, every time I see people do that, you know, I have friends who've done that. I'm just like, that's so lame. You know what the song sounds like. You know, that's why you picked it because you love the song. You don't need to listen to it. You should answer your phone. But you want to um, hear it again, and the novelty of it ringing like carries you away. And yeah, and and you like the song, so you like listening to it. Well, you're not sick of it yet, necessarily. Which is my point. I I got that Death Cab for Cutie song as my ringtone, and every time my phone rings, I just want to hear the whole thing. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, so you understand. You, I understand now. I've been converted. I've crossed over to the the ringtone side. I see, I see. Yeah, no, because especially no. Well, that was my story. I was I was incredulous at first. Oh, okay. And then I was converted. I'm like, now I see. I wanna I wanna let them finish that little riff before <laughs> before I go. Yeah, um, a, a a guy I I I know had the Night Rider theme. On his phone. Oh, nice. And it was really cool. Like, it would come on, and we would all just, like, enjoy. It was a pretty cool yeah. little theme, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. So, yeah, I, I never I, I never got a phone that 
had customizable ringtones, so my phone's always just done the normal, you know, whatever noise. Yeah. So uh, my, my roommate, he usually has pretty good ringtones. At first, he had the, uh, the SNL theme song, mm-hmm. you know, just like the opening kind of music, which is, which is kind of cool and refreshing. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, I said something else was refreshing today, and people didn't want to buy that. What did I, what did I say was refreshing? They were like, refreshing? Uh, I was just surprised to hear it described that way. I, I don't oh. disagree. Okay. Something else I said today was refreshing, and it apparently didn't fit. Uh, anyway. Um, and then he, and now he has the uh, Price of Right music. Oh, nice. Which is kind of kind of nice. It's kind of nice. Not, nah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, ooh, time to answer the phone. It's a party. Come on down and answer the phone. <laughs> it's your mama calling. Um, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty nice. It's it's kind of interesting. It, it, it makes you happy that someone calls more than just the fact that someone's calling. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, I love this song. <laughs> Yeah. Although, um, when I was on that marketing tour, my tour mate, uh, this was when that Neo song was out called, uh, no, I should, I should never forget that song. I heard it so many times. Uh, oh, I, I, I don't know what it's called, but it, you know, so sick of love songs, that song, whatever it's called, probably love songs. So sick of, in parentheses, um, <laughs> or... <laughs> Um, but he, it was his ringtone, man, and it, I heard that snippet so many damn times, it was ridiculous. Um, that's the end of my story. Wow, that sucks. I don't even know who that is. I was going to ask, do you even know who Neo is? Nope, not a Guess clue. I, here's a clue, I mean, here's a question. <laughs> how, how, how do you think he spells Neo. You know, to me, it's the Matrix character, N-E-O. Okay, well, my question should have sparked you to think outside the box. I agree, but that's all I got. <laughs> Hold on, In... let me try, let me try. Okay. Uh, Neo. Ha- oh, dear. Something like... Let's just say... K-N-E-E-O. Uh, A-U. No. A-U. I couldn't think of another way to make the O sound. Yeah. No, it's not as crazy as that. It's N-E-Y-O. Oh. So it's like phonetic. Oh, it's Neo? Yeah. Okay, so it's not Neo. It's Neo. Well, if you want to stress that why, you don't have to stress the why. There's no rule saying you have to stress that why. But when you say Neo, there's no there's no why at all. Well, no, but you're saying Neo. You're saying a yo, and you put you can put the no, yo I'm in not. there. I'm not. Maybe you are. But when I say Neo, there's no no no, 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 no. I'm why saying, there. I'm saying you can say Neo, and put a Y in there. Yeah. Neo. Neo. But not Neo. <laughs> I mean, they're right. stressing it. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I didn't understand that it was there at all. Yeah. I I, uh, I, I mean, heard it as neo. The, the Y is kind of silent. I mean, it barely it barely adds to the to the the sound. Oh, yeah. neo sound really close. I mean, it's it's very very unobtrusive if yeah. you say it neo. But 
but uh, that's not what I. So I never would have guessed that because I never would have put, put the Y in there. Well, that's why you're not uh, a part of the R&B name think tank. I guess it's not. Yeah. N e y o, huh? Okay. N e y o. Fair enough. Whatever. So now you're hip again. I guess. <laughs> you know, I think if you have to tell me, uh, I know I'm not hip. <laughs> Hip is knowing what's cool and and and, and new. So now you know. So now and this you're, is you're from hip. like a year ago, right? Yeah. No, this is this is totally irrelevant. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I just okay. Years. Hip is 2006. Okay, I'll take what I can get. Mhm. I used to keep oh, up with behind. what the kids are doing, but uh. Man, the kids are getting younger and younger. Yeah, they are, and uh, yeah, I can't I can't keep up with their crazy ways. Mm mm mm. Yeah, I got one month to the big two six. Oof. Yeah, I know. Envy me. <laughs> well, I'm already there, so you know. Yeah, well. I don't know if yeah, I you're, envy you're you. Up, you're hitting up two seven, dude. Yeah, I know, that's coming up. Not too soon. But let's just say the new law season will be on after that yeah. happens. Let's say you'll be yeah, yeah. Yikes, man. That's intense. So, That's really intense. Yeah. What are you going to do? I don't know. I can't I can't really help it. See, the problem with stopping time is that everything would freeze. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. So you can't just, like, simply stop time. Nope. As simple as that would be. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We could do that whenever we wanted. We just don't yeah. want to. All we have to do is put our two index fingers together, right? That's it. And twitch your nose. Do you remember that show? The uh, Out of This World? Do you remember that sitcom? Oh, no. That was, that's what my reference was. My reference was Bewitched. <laughs> yes, no. Remember it was like this girl who was was half alien. Her dad was an alien, like, and you never saw him. Uh, and her mom was like a regular human. And she has she had she had a couple powers, and one of her powers was that uh, she could freeze time by by touching her two index fingers together, you know, like as if they're poking each other. Her two fingers are poking each other, you know, just straight out, mm-hmm. and she would she would freeze time. Nice. And if she touched somebody, they would unfreeze. So oh. you know, like something's going on, and she freezes time, and then she goes over and unfreezes her mom. And she's like, Mom. Blah 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 blah, mm-hmm. and then and then they would discuss what they have to do, and then she, the mom would go pose again, which would be hilarious, pose like she's frozen, and then the girl would unfreeze time. Mm-hmm. Oh, silly girl! Oh, silly girl! Freezing's for. So yeah, as I'm sure you remember, that was a plot point on Bewitched a few times, where she would freeze time and go do stuff and. Everybody would stand still. And, I don't really remember as oh, much yeah, Bewitched I as I watched. Yeah. Um, I remember her doing other stuff, but uh, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Trust I, I used to be a big Bewitched fan. What? I used to be a big Bewitched fan. Oh. Yeah, well, you, I guess you missed the good ones, man. I used to love those. She would, yeah. She would I mean, I'm sure I saw it. Do shit. Remember. It was Great. like 15 years ago or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time ago. 
And that was the thing. You couldn't really watch those episodes a whole, whole bunch because, you know, they would just play when they played. And, yeah. You know, you, you had, might you had see no one... control over what season. Yeah, you had no control. And, you, you know, you're just like, oh, well, if it's on, I'll watch it. And you might see something you saw before. But yeah. it's not like today where you can just rewatch as many times as you want. And it might be old Darren, new Darren. Who knows? Yeah, you're hey. Yeah, if you're lucky, it'll be a black and white episode. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> yeah, it, it was completely irregular. Just a shitty way, I think, to watch mm-hmm. television. You know, yeah. the, the old model of just, like, watch what they give you. That's like if you if you bought a book in chapters, but you didn't know which chapter you are going to get. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, here's chapter 12. Oh, That'd be really bad. Two. And you might never get some chapters, you know. It's just, mm-hmm. God, horrible. <laughs> Oops, horrible. And that's the the great modern age of DVDs and stuff and, and, you know, being able to watch the series straight through, you know, you get such a better sense of what's going on in those shows than I used to when I would watch them where I just kind of had to, like, figure out what was going on. Mm-hmm. You know, just... Man, I'm surprised we don't have to watch commercials on DVDs. I'm surprised, like, you know, you have a DVD, it's got four or five episodes on it. I'm surprised, like, to get to the next episode, they don't put a commercial on there. Oh, really? Because they they totally could. And, I mean, I know you're, you know, you're paying for it, which is why it's not supposed to have commercials on there. Yeah. But I could totally see them doing that. And who was, people wouldn't stop buying DVDs. It's the same thing they did in movie theaters. They started putting commercials before movies. People didn't stop going to the movies. Yeah. You know? They could totally put it on DVDs. Well, they I mean, make it where you can't I've seen skip commercials it. at the beginning, like they do at movie theaters. You know, I've seen when you put in the DVD, it comes on. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, I mean, yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, in a movie, you don't have a chance to insert another commercial, but you could put, uh, you know, you could you can make a claim. I'm sure they could make a claim that you know each episode is different. So a commercial before each episode. Yeah, that's horrendous though, because it'd be the same commercials forever. You know, mm-hmm. like, who wants mm-hmm. to watch the same commercial? Like, they won't even be relevant. The thing mm-hmm. might go out of business in five years or something, you know? Well, like, <laughs> I guess that's possible. But, yeah, I mean, presumably you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily have a commercial for a particular product. It would just be more for the company as a whole. Oh. But, um, you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to say, oh, this new whatever car, that won't be relevant. Yeah, but it, you know, that's, maybe, that's the kind of thing I was imagining. Yeah, I mean, maybe something a little more long-term. But who cares? I mean, as long as they get their money out of it, you know, people are going to go buy millions of those DVDs. Who cares if, you know, when the next season comes out, they can talk about the new car, you know? I don't um, think most people would like that. But that's the thing. Most people don't like commercials before anything. It hasn't stopped them from doing it. Right, I think they, people would hate that. I'd be, I believe they would totally hate it. But what's to stop them from doing it? I mean, for me, if that happened, I'd really would just want to download stuff. Okay, which is not an option for most people. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, I know, but I think. Um, I think people would still buy the DVDs and they would just have to live with it the same way they have to live with commercials on their DVD when they but buy I, it. They have to live with commercials before the, the movie. But I think the advertising revenue, it may not even be that lucrative. I mean, you know, you're talking about you get to put a commercial on here and it just stays on there forever. You never get to change it or update it or do anything to it. Well, There's only a limited number of commercials that can go on there. Um yeah, you know, it's not like a a TV show where you. Uh... Well, that's the thing. You buy ad time. I mean, that's the thing. Ad time is 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 ephemeral. It doesn't exist forever. I mean, 
you know, you buy ad time before the Super Bowl, you buy ad time before I Love Lucy. I mean, it doesn't matter. You can buy ad time before this this DVD I'm, that people are buying. I mean, you can sell the ads to the, the ad space. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh... I mean, if they already have commercials on the DVD, <laughs> what's to stop them from putting a commercial before each episode on the DVD? I mean, they're, they're, one, they're just one more step. Well, I, I mean, there's nothing to stop them except for the fact that it's really shitty to do that. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's, yeah, I'm just saying. If if it happens in the next five or ten years, don't be surprised. <laughs> well, we, you know, I will not buy them with you because that would be really horrible. But, um... Yeah, yeah, I mean, God, uh, why pay that's for a DVD if you gotta sit through that shit? Hey, I, hey, why pay for a movie wait. if I why pay for a movie if I gotta sit through commercials? You could do that on CDs too, uh, or, oh, or yeah. even worse, you know, MP3s that you download from oh, iTunes yeah, totally. or something. You could throw a commercial totally. at the front of those, but mm-hmm. I, you know, but that's the the idea is supposed to be, as you know, as you obviously know. You know, with with regular TV, the reason you have to sit through commercials is that it's free. Mm-hmm. And with with uh, these, when you buy music, when you buy DVDs, you're paying money for the product, and that money is supposed to prevent you from having to sit through advertising, and of course, pay for the product itself and give them profits and all that. You know, but that's, uh, that's like that's. I think that idea is in its pure form is the same as separation of church and state. It's like, that's the goal. That's the model, but that's not the reality really. Because I mean, think about cable TV, you're paying for that, but there's, you know, just about every cable TV station has, has commercials, but you're still paying for that service. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, I think the premium channels are the only ones that don't have traditional commercials. You know, they'll have little adverts for themselves or whatever, their upcoming programming, that's just the premium channels, but any of the other basic cable yeah. channels or stuff, they'll, they'll totally put way more commercials, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess, I guess thing, you feel like, like you don't pay, you know, if you watch the premium channels, then you don't have to sit through commercials, you know, mm-hmm. at least not like during the programs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and if they do play them, it's pretty much just for the channel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the other channels, I guess you get the sense that you don't pay enough to support their whole channel, you know. Yeah, but that's the whole point. It's like, how come in TV I'm watching, you know, tons of commercials and this is free, and now I'm going to pay you, but I'm still watching tons of commercials. Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing with movies. It's like, okay, I'm paying for this experience, yet you're going to put a commercial in front of my face. Okay. And that's the thing. It's just like, people don't, I mean, it's 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 indicative of, you know, different, you know, different arenas, and I think, you know, this is sort of an entertainment arena, but on the political landscape, too, it's like people just don't rally and get together and, and, and stop, you know, big corporations and and, their, and the government from doing these things that people hate, you know. Everybody hates commercials. I don't know anyone who's like, I'd love me a good commercial before a movie. Like, give me give me 15 minutes of commercials. Can't wait. Commercial's the best part, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I go to the movies for the commercials. Like, nobody says that. Yeah. You know, everybody hates it, but n- nothing can be done. Nothing seems to be done about it, you know. And uh, and I just, you know, the idea that they would put a commercial before each episode on DVD is like, you know, it's horrible. But, you know, there's precedent for it. 
it's already on the DVD in the beginning. Yeah. They just gotta they just gotta edit it, edit the chapters and the software to make it play before each episode, which is really easy. But yeah, no, it would really suck. It would it would definitely suck. But people, that's the thing. I would I'm convinced people would still buy the DVDs because how else are they gonna watch their their show? What else are they gonna do? They have yeah. no option. You know, it just sucks. Yeah. I agree, but I would rather pay more for the DVD and not have commercials. Yeah, and I agree, but that's but that's the other side of it, you know. The the movie industry says, well, by putting these commercials in here, we don't, you know, the theaters and everyone else doesn't have to charge more for the movie. But that's the thing, the, it, you know, the last 5, you know, 5 to 7 years is the number of commercials and duration has increased, so has movie ticket prices. They haven't decreased, you know. They don't I haven't seen any study or data that says, you know, if, you know, that the ticket prices would be on average $15, you know, a movie or something, uh, if it wasn't for the commercials, like the commercials are helping keeping costs down. It's like, you know, the movie industry hasn't even shown any of that data. So it's like, yeah. you know, and they, they would have the ones most interested to do that, you know. So and I, I guess I don't feel like they get as much from, from those as t- as the, the TV stations do. Uh, for their commercials, I don't feel like it's. I have no idea. I mean, it, I think it just depends on the show and the movie and whatever else. I, I don't know how the the ad time works for in pretty much any of that stuff. So I don't know. It doesn't even matter how much they really get. I mean, to me, what matters is the you know the consumer's experience. You know. Well, I mean, if you're, if you're actually talking about it saving you money, if they're not getting that much for it, then you know you wouldn't expect it to save you. Oh, much. if the ad companies, if the companies aren't getting a lot of money from it. No, um, if the if the whoever puts those commercials on the mm-hmm. on the reels, um, if they're not getting as much revenue from the advertisers, you know, if they're I mean, if what they're getting isn't that significant, then I wouldn't expect it to affect. And the thing is, the people that put that stuff on there don't necessarily own the the chains either. Um, I don't know what you mean. Uh, I'm confused about some of your some of your pronouns here. Uh, what people like take a Coke commercial, you know? So what are you saying? Like, if Coke doesn't make a lot of money by having their their commercial. Then what? No, I was ta- I wasn't talking about Coke. I was talking about the people who Coke pays making money. The people who they pay. They pay for the advertisement. You mean like the advertising company? No, what, what, I, no, what do you mean? I mean the people who run the advertisement. The people who run the. Adver- I just don't know. Mean- I don't know who it is, so that's why I can't say. <laughs> I don't know who receives money for those ads that, that show up in movie theaters. I don't know. That's why. Nobody I, receives I'm money struggling. from the ad. Nobody receives money. Coca-Cola pays the movie theater, and I'm going to say that in general. You're, but you're about to pay. say the answer to my question, huh? <laughs> by the way. Okay, nobody receives money. Coca-Cola pays. Whatever the, whatever the end of that sentence is is the answer to who receives money. Okay, they pay the movie theater. <laughs> okay, okay. See, I didn't know that. I, no, no, I was yeah, thinking, I was thinking it was the it was the company. No, no, it was, it was the, 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 the the like the distributor or the studio or something like that to put put their commercials, you know, before their movies. 
You know, that that's where I thought the money was going. Oh, oh. Well, I mean, I don't know specifically if it's... I don't think it's going to the distributor. I think it's going to the studio. I think it's going to the movie theater chain. Like if Lowe's. it's going to the chains, it makes more sense to expect yeah. that to lower prices. Of course, of Because then they're actually getting the money from it. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and they'd probably want to say that, but I think the reality is they're just like, we can get away with this that's, that's and get more money and still charge a lot. That's exactly my point. The same thing with DVDs. They could do the same thing, you know. I, your point about you wouldn't mind paying more for a DVD without, you know, if they said, okay, an average DVD is 40 bucks, but with commercials, but without commercials, it's 50 bucks. Yeah, some people might want to go for that. But what they can do is just only sell the ones that are 40 bucks or actually sell it for 50 bucks and you know yeah. they would be it would be 60 if it wasn't for the commercials. Yeah, if that's if that's the only option, a lot of people are going to buy it anyway. But, of course. But oh, and they're just going to hate it. It's like, just such an invasion like like putting a commercial at the beginning is one thing. It's irritating, but it's not abominable. But uh, mm-hmm. but I I think, you know, once you start throwing commercials in the middle of the the play of the episodes, you know. Oh God! But the hey hey, but the episode's over. This is a new episode I'm starting here. Crossing the line. Come yeah. on. No, but no, that's I mean, no, that's bad. That's bad. Hey, when you watch TV, there's commercials between each episode. There's commercials in the middle of the episode too, you know. But uh, hey, we'll put commercials in the middle. They can, if you you ask for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. Hey, they, if you, if you, if you want it like TV, we can put commercials mm-hmm. in the middle for you, too. And they could, but... And actually... And, you know, I thought for a while that some TV shows play pretty weird on DVD without the commercials because you mm-hmm. you cut from the tent setup to the resolution immediately, and so it's, it doesn't have the same effect because they're writing with the commercials in mind. They're not can, writing with it playing straight through in mind. Yeah, no, they're writing for the act breaks. Um, that's a huge thing about TV writing is knowing how many act breaks. <laughs> um, and anyway, can I can I predict the future real quick? Do you mind? Um, yeah, no, no, please. Okay, this is what I think is going to happen in the in the very near future. Episode, uh, I mean, season five or six of Lost comes out, right? You know. Some great thing people want a couple a couple years down the line. Maybe probably probably a little after Lost is done with. But anyway, you take your you get your you go buy your DVD right, and it's you know it's a HD DVD or it's a Blu-ray DVD. It's not a regular DVD, please. That's so 2007. So you take that, you go home, you pop it into your you know your your media center. It's not your DVD player. It's your media center computer type type dealy. <laughs> Daily, um, and what it does is when you pop it in, your media center has an active high-speed internet connection. It knows what disk you have, and it sends you commercials live. So you don't get a commercial that's from some product that doesn't exist. You get a, the new Toyota commercial that Toyota has already bought ad space for on you know the first. 100,000 lost season five discs or whatever. You know what I mean? They're encoded to know what commercials go where, who, what company has that. And then Toyota says, okay, well, for this date to this date, we want to show this commercial. So anytime you pop in that DVD, you're going to get that commercial for whenever they want to change it. 
that's how I think the near future is going to be. It's going to combine, you know, internet connectivity with 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 the media with with what you're buying the DVDs. Because it's going to usurp, it's going to be able to usurp like TiVo and stuff, where people can just fast forward and you know, blah blah blah. And, and you know, when you watch it, you know, if you have something on your TiVo for you know a long time, those commercials that you you know you recorded are there's you know even though you don't really watch them, they're they're irrelevant. You know, a lot of the times. Yeah, advertisers don't like TiVo. Yeah, uh, they're they they're and and lost suffered from that a little bit because they have really high TiVo numbers. And the advertisers don't want to pay for that because people with TiVo are skipping the commercials. So, Man. you know, uh, <sighs> your your ratings are lower overall for what they care about, which is not the people that are TiVoing the show. I think, didn't they just, didn't Nielsen just start, um, Yeah. I think, doing ratings based on what people TiVo? Yeah. You know, I hate the Nielsen company. I hope none of our fans work for that company. I really to me they're 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 akin to electoral college. They're out of date. Their methods are so like oh, archaic yeah. and, and it's totally ridiculous that like we need people to call up a couple thousand people around the country to tell us what people are watching. I'm sorry, you know, I'm no statistician but I just feel like, you know, well, people people's dreams are born and die by those numbers. People's lives are ruined and, and built by those <laughs> by the shares and percentages. That that this company reports, and I feel like, you know, a couple thousand people around the country should not dictate a couple, you know, hundreds of thousand people's lives. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, when when there, when there should be a better, more reliable way, just like voting, of um, you know, of, of of figuring out what people are watching and how they're watching and when they're watching it. Yeah. You know, I think. Every every TiVo system, you know, from you know every every any kind of you know cable or satellite box that you know that gets information downloaded to it, updates or you know TV schedules, anything that has an internet connection, I think people you know should have the option of having like a Nielsen chip in it, you know, where you can opt in or opt out, whatever you want, but you can share your 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 habits, your TV watching habits with the Nielsen company, you know. Maybe you get a extra channel or something out of the deal. Who knows? Whatever. Um, let them decide because <laughs> this will never happen. Um, but you know what I mean, like. And I think I think you know, and I forgot who said it, but there's you know obviously there's been people have over the over the ages have have figured out really simple ways to solve really complex problems, but it, it usually involves like you know, dismantling the powers that be, you know what I mean? Like, that would totally shift how the Nielsen Company works, how, you know, any, you know, same thing with, like, changing how we vote, you know, that would totally change the, you know, uh, how some of the businesses run, how they, you know, impact the, the politicians and, you know, whose money goes in whose pocket and stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Um, but, I, I, I mean, it's just, it's just it's, it's so weird that... Uh, a couple thousand people decide, you know, what show is is gets what rating, you know, just because oh well we use statistics just to extrapolate that this sample based on this population means this, you know. Yeah, those are those are valid methods, but uh, in if you have if you have access to um, to you know a larger if you if you have access to everybody. Mm-hmm. For real, then obviously that's better. 
But yeah. but you know, if you only look at cable people, you know, you're excluding certain, you know, members of the population and and you know, you don't necessarily want to do that. Mm-hmm. You, well, I I mean, I would say use that data to to help your, you know, I would say use more than one method of gathering data. That's kind of my point. Yeah. You know, and I think pretty much, you know, in the next 10 years, everyone who's watching TV is going to have some sort of box or something they're doing it with because, you know, they're going to have an HD receiver and all this other crap. And, you know, it's good, it's going to get to that point anyway yeah. where most of the people, you know, have that kind of, you know, access. Yeah. If if it gets to that point, you know, then it's good. But you can you can run into biases of people who have cable are more likely to watch this type of show, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing that isn't necessarily reflecting um, what everybody's watching. But if you really, I used to think when I was a kid that that every TV had some kind of chip in it mm-hmm. and transmitted what you were watching. Oh, yeah, I thought, t- I thought, yeah, somehow it would just sense what station you were picking up and they could, you know, the broadcaster could tell how many people were picking up their signal, basically. Yeah, that's you exactly know? what I thought was going mm-hmm. on. And there was one point, actually, uh, I was keeping track of the ratings. I was reading this um, magazine and they would they would list the bottom you know, the the shows with the lowest ratings. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, let me watch these and see if I can affect it. Oh, wow. Because <laughs> so, I actually thought if it's that low, maybe I can have an impact. And they did go up, and I actually thought I did something. But uh, no. now I know that was horseshit. Did you watch them with several hundred thousand of your friends? No, I did not. Mm. I thought little. I thought with such a low rating, little old me could have an impact. But I, I mean, now I realize how silly that was because even those low ratings is still, you know, at least hundreds of thousands of people. Uh, yeah. So, you know. I, I I did a similar thing, man. When I was a kid, I used to, you know, if there was some show I really liked, you know, if I was going to bed or something, it was on. You know, I would like leave the TV on mm-hmm. to help, you know, to help like give it that rating. Mm-hmm. You know, or like, oh man, the, the Simpsons is on or something, uh, and but I can't watch it right now. I'll just leave it on and go do whatever I got to do, and that way it'll get my <laughs> ratings point. You know, like yeah. Oh, kids are stupid. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and what I, yeah, I had no impact at all, um, and I've never known anybody who's actually done that Nielsen thing. It I, is, you know, this is thing. It, oh, go ahead. It is really outdated, and, and it, it, it just, looks pretty It seems so clandestine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like, who are these Nielsen people? <laughs> Do they really exist? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Who are these people, and what do their fathers do? Right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, no, I think uh, <laughs> I, I think it would be it would be good to to do it differently. It just sucks. I mean, pretty much everybody, you know, bows down to the Nielsen numbers. You know, the and uh, oh, until man. until you change that that thinking. Um, you know, uh, I think they're just going to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah. You know, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they feel the need to change or be more accurate or anything. I don't think they care that much. Man, you know, I, I've got a million dollar idea, man. All you got to do, <laughs> if I, yeah, if I was a young go-getter with, and could get some, some venture capital, I would, I would create a little tech company, right? 
that that basically it, it, it's a little device that attaches to like you know basically like your TV, and it would basically be a way to implement my idea of figuring out what people are watching, you know. But it's some little little device you attach, you know, that just sort of reads it and figures it out and then sends the data. But um, there there should be a better way. I don't know. I just it's so that's the thing, you know. I, I mean, what is, what's the margin of error on the ratings? I mean, it's got to be. I mean, because don't don't the margins of error like accumulate? You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like, no, I guess the answer is no. Um, <laughs> the answer is no. You don't even know what I mean, but you already know the answer is no. No, 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 no. You said, "Do you know what oh, I mean?" Oh no. no! You said, you "Do know you know what I, mean. what I mean?" And I said, "What do you mean?" Oh, obviously. I would you mean no to my answer. Um, I mean, I mean, before you can figure out what people are watching, you got to figure out how many people are watching on, you know, what kind of. Okay, you know, how many people uh, watch TV? Uh, you, you know, you know, watch a particular station, you know, via normal antenna. How many people watch it through cable? You know, how many people watch it? You know, you got to figure out how yeah. the various ways people watch it to account for, like you said, different biases, right? Yeah. Because you don't want to say, you know, 15 million people watch this episode when, you know, 25% of people are more likely to watch it anyway, you know, because they watch it on cable, and cable people watch this show, you know. <laughs> if it's an HBO show, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. 90% of the people watch this show, and it's an HBO show. Well, that's because you're factoring in the people who don't have HBO, Yeah. you know what I mean? Right. So there's a certain margin of error because you don't know exactly how many people are doing these things, how many people fit into these categories. So there's a margin of error when you extrapolate, you know, the the sample size to the population, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it seems like, you know, you do that and you have to figure out what people are watching and for how long and, you know, what blah, blah, blah. And then there's a margin of error then. It seems like the margin of errors would accumulate. Um, and maybe that's, you know, that just accumulates to the final margin of error. Um yeah, I don't I don't know how good they can be at actually saying how many people are watching. Uh maybe that would be a problem, but I think what they could do um better than that is uh is compare the shows relatively to each other. Mhm. You know, I don't think you need to know exactly how many people are watching to know that, you know, a lot more people are watching American Idol than uh, you know, whatever other show that you know, mm-hmm. I'm not watching as much of. You know, you can tell you can tell that, you know, uh without knowing the exact sizes of the population that, that you're choosing from, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you can still get a meaningful kind of measure uh about how how much people are watching without getting an actual number of millions, you know, thirty million, yeah. whatever. Even though they do produce those numbers. Uh well you need those numbers though. I think, right? Because, I mean, you can say a lot more people watch, you know, Lost than some other show, but, you know, if if 100 million people watch Lost and only, you know, 5 million people watch the other show, I mean, that 5 million is still really important. Yeah. Whether or not it's as good as Lost is, you know, that's a different thing, but that 5 million may be just what they need for their, for their numbers or, you know, mm-hmm. that means that we can get this much, you know, uh, ad dollars because we have this many people watching our show. So you need those numbers. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, isn't that what the share thing is? Aren't you describing what what the share aspect of the thing is? I have no idea. Oh. I have no idea. I oh, guess I'm... I guess the problem uh, would be if you had a show that was ridiculously popular, like mm-hmm. everybody in the country watches this show, and yeah, and then you have another show that you know by any standard a lot of people watch, but compared mm-hmm. to this juggernaut show, yeah. you know it looks it looks pathetic. I guess compared to the juggernaut show, every show looks pathetic, and you you understand. Well, yeah. You that's what my point that, was, uh, yeah. That uh so yeah, so the yeah, so the, the population numbers have value, but I guess I guess I was trying to say you can still compare them without knowing the population numbers. But mm-hmm. uh but uh but they they do they do population numbers, so um so it's still it's still relevant. A share is the percentage of television sets in use tuned to a specific program specific program. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, and that's and that's that's uh that's a percentage, right? So that's not it's, a number. Yeah, it's um well, it translates to a number. It, it translates says, to a number based on a number. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like eh? if, like if they're saying this percentage of people uh, are watching this show, then they have to, then the other bit of data is how many people are available, and then you yeah. multiply that by the percentage and you get a number. But that, that number there could change, and the percentages can still be meaningful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was my point. Like, the percentages are, are a relative measurement, and the, the, the population, the, the, the people yeah. counts are, are an absolute measurement. Yeah. So, but that's the thing. You still need to know the number of people. Yeah, I mean, it's, people want to know that, and it's interesting. But uh, but the actual thing that they produce is a is a relative measure that doesn't depend on exactly how many, you know. So so they might be wrong there, but their their only error is is in this uh, in this one level. There's not you know two levels of problems if you just look at the percentages. Mm-hmm. Well, because percentages is just based on the first number that you have to figure out. Right? Well the the percentages should be based on the percentages should be based on your responses. I mean you can't you can't get the percentages until you get how many people are watching. And then uh, how many people how many people are watching and how many people are watching that show. I mean how else can you get the percentage of people who are watching unless you know how many people are watching Overall, well, and how many people are watching that show? Well, the way they do it is they take a small sample and they look at the percentages in in that sample and assume that that represents the population. Well, yeah, but they know their sample size. Yes, they do, but their sample is not the entire population. Uh huh. So they don't they don't have to know the number of the entire population you know, to 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 get those percentages. Oh, I see what you're just saying. Yeah. But but yeah, that's my point, is that they don't know and so that's where the that's where the error comes in. Yeah, that's what you're saying is bad about it. Um you know, if you take a large enough sample, it's it gets I mean this is theoretical, it gets closer and closer to correct the larger your sample gets. Um which is kind of obvious. <laughs> 
if you get to the entire population, then it will be exactly correct. Mm-hmm. And you know, the less you, more you take away, you know, the 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 worse it'll get. You know, so um, and there's ways of measuring that worse and and how well you know you're you're getting. And the idea is if you sample right, uh, it will be accurate. Pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the idea, of course. Yeah. And, and that's uh, a great idea. So is separation of church and state. Great <laughs> idea. Well, let's see if we'll we'll have it. You know. Yeah. Well, statistics can be pretty bad in general, um, and and the fact that people's jobs and stuff are are relying on it makes it pretty, you know, sad if if they're not working. Yeah, yeah. It, it would it, it would crappy. be really interesting if we ever had the ability to measure everybody to see mm-hmm. how close they got. I, I'm on Wikipedia under the Nielsen rating and stuff, and it says, because ratings are based on samples, it's possible for shows to get a 0.0 rating despite having an audience. I mean, that should tell you right there that something's wrong with the system. That it can say, oh, it's got a zero rating, even though you know somebody watched it. Yeah. You know? Well... I mean, the, it, it's supposed if if the sample is good, then then that means that you know very few people like maybe the actual number would be zero point zero 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 one percent or something, you know, mm-hmm. something so low as to be insignificant. Mm-hmm. That's that's the hope. There's a lot of hoping going on here in statistics. <laughs> Oh, hope we got a good sample size. I don't know. Hope we did. There's there's a theoretical way to figure out what a good sample size is. Oh yeah. And you know, one one would hope that they that they would adhere to that. Apparently, the um, they people have to do surveys that are part of this program, and they keep a written like a diary. Yeah. A written record of what they watch mm-hmm. all throughout the day or evening. And I think that's 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 pretty crappy. Yeah, that's that's a uh, that's got a little of the sort of voluntary response bias going on mm-hmm. because uh, they could write any number of things. They don't have to be true. They might not even remember what they watched. They don't uh, remember. They might not want to say they watched a certain thing. Yeah, there's there's all know. sorts of problems with that. That's not Is good. It? I actually heard that. I heard that some maybe it was radio that somebody implemented a thing where they actually hooked up a thing to your TV and kept they track. Have, they have both. It says it says either the the participants either have either have the diary or they have a set a set meter which is a box that hooks to their TV. And that's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty much your idea, but on a small scale. Yeah, I just um, want that. I just want that technology included in the stuff that people buy already. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you want everybody to get it. Um, generally, you know, it's thought that the reason you do statistics is because you don't have the ability to to ask everybody. So, yeah. you know, we can only ask a certain number of people, so let's do it the best way possible to get yeah. accurate results. And but that, and that's that's you know obviously not true to these days. And the other thing is, you know, why not have? Um, I don't know. I mean, there's no perfect thing unless you can just get everybody to have a box, you know. But I was thinking, you know, what about having people, you know, go to Nielsen.com and and tell them what they watch, or you know, or if you if you watch a show, you know, or even like using, 
Um, I guess they do use the online stuff for for their ads, but um, you know, basically it's a it's it's a optional survey where you go and you you tell people what you watch, you know. Yeah. I guess the problem there, you know, people could just make up stuff, you know. And voluntary response bias. Yeah. Um, you're you're only getting a sample of the population who is willing to say what they watch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it seems like Which, it seems like the 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 more data, the better, though. Uh, yeah, you, you have to know how to interpret it. I guess the idea is you want you want to be able to control your your group more, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why people don't want to do that. Those online surveys tend to be a little shaky because the type of people who answer them is not necessarily representative of the population. Oh, true. So, so if you're going to use numbers to represent the population, you you want to control them better than that, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess you could only really say something more along the lines of, you know, these certain kinds of people, you know, um, watch this, you know, the, the whatever data you gather from the online, you can only really speak about those kind of people. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, and and maybe some advertisers would be interested in that, and and you know that kind of person, and you mm-hmm. know, so maybe that would be valuable to them. Um, but you know, the the Nielsen's are trying to, you know, get everybody, and they break down obviously, you know, into different age groups and men and women yeah. and all that other stuff. So. You know. It seems like if, like, say, for instance, you know, the average person who feels like fills out a an online survey or, or would do that is, you know, a male eighteen to to twenty five or something, you know, and we, and you know, during the survey we find out that they watched this particular show, and it seems like you could take that and add it to the data you have about that you got collected in your other way about males eighteen to twenty five who watch this show. Um. Seems like you could, but may, you know, I'm not a statistician, so. Yeah, I I think there's a problem with mixing data acquired in different ways. I think generally you don't want to do that. Why not? <laughs> you you want to ensure that um, the way you're acquiring the data is is good, and uh, with these with these voluntary online surveys, it's sort of. Who knows what's going on with that? Um, could someone do it more than once? You know. Uh, uh, hey, everything has a margin of error, so <laughs> you just factor it in. I think um, if we could measure everybody, that would be great. Um, you know, at the very least, I think they should have the electronic uh, little TV monitor things for all Nielsen families. Fuck the diaries. Enough with the diaries. Yeah. Um, that's such an old-fashioned thing to do. Um, at the very least, they should do that. Um, and uh, I don't know. If if we get if we get a chance to, to collect numbers uh, some way, you know, it would be interesting to compare them. Yeah. The what do you ratings. mean? Oh, yeah. And see, no, and I, see. I think we'll find out that they've been they've been horribly wrong over the past like fifty years. <laughs> uh, I, I totally think um, there's going to be some sort of uh, or, I don't know. I would just say I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of unforeseen thing that oh wow, so this this correlates with this thing, which produces this result we didn't expect. Oh, mm-hmm. so. Lost really did have good ratings entire season three. It, it was the number one show. Who knew? 
Yeah, um, I would suspect that it's not wildly wrong, but that it, there's probably, you know, I think it probably gets like, if it says a shitload of people watch American Idol, you know, it's correct. But mm-hmm. but there's probably in the finer points I could I'd say it might be wrong, you know, uh, uh, ten, eleven, and twelve, and they got you know a six point one and a six point two or you know something like that. Maybe those are off. That that's the kind of thing I would expect. Mm-hmm. I feel like the broad strokes. If they say a show's doing bad, it probably is, and if they show say a show's doing great, it probably is. We'll see. I'm confident enough in that. I don't think they're that off. You have a lot of faith in Nielsen. Do you work for them by any chance? <laughs> uh, Nielsen is a good, privately funded research group. It's been in operation <laughs> for many years. We trust their data, and yeah, no, I guess I guess I just feel like their methods are are good enough for for rough rough estimates. Oh, uh, my methods are good enough for rough estimates. <laughs> What are your methods? Much. <laughs> Calling people on the phone and asking what they watch. Oh, okay. Just get a phone book and randomly dial numbers. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting method. That's all I got. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think some reform would be nice. Maybe the technology needs to move a little further before it's feasible to uh, completely overhaul everything. But uh, I think it's worth rethinking. Like many things. Like many things. I want to see what their sample size is. I I just want to know how many people that they have on their little payroll. That I don't know, dirty I Nielsen that, money. I just think it's weird. I've never met anyone who know who knows of anyone who's who's a Nielsen family. Really? Never. Have you? I, I've I've known people who've known people who were who were oh, urban legend. It's it was only secondhand. I never directly knew anybody, but I've known people who who knew mm, people. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of urban legend quality. And You're right. It people. is. It is. But that's what they claimed. <laughs> and to them it was first hand. They were claiming they knew someone, so Yeah. So coming from me it's dubious, but I believed them. It's the Doobie Brothers, what? And I think the the sample's pretty small, so you know that makes it less likely that you would know someone. I know a lot of people. Uh, what percentage of the population of the United States do you think you know? Twelve percent. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I said? You I thought you said, waiting. I thought you said, what percent? <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm asking. What did you actually say? Did you say 1%? I said 12%. Oh, 12%. Okay. Okay, here's something. 
National Sample Expansion. I'm reading this thing from from Nielsen. I think. Apparently, this looks like there's, a, there's about 5,100 homes, and they're trying to expand it to 10,000. That's a very small sample size compared to the population. Yeah, it's pretty small, but that's not that's not too crazy. That's uh, I don't even know what percent that is. I just did it on the calculator, and it's like 1.4 times 10 to the fifth, negative fifth. Oh, so uh, that's not even that's not even percent, is it? Is that percent? That'd be percent, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Is it point zero zero zero? No, that, that's not took, percent. I just took five five thousand over three hundred fifty million. Then it's not percentage. You need to add two decimal places to get so the percentage. A, it's not even. So it's point zero zero one percent, something like that. Zero 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 one. One, but two, but three, it, four, but the five. answer is point zero 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 one. But the in percentage, you take off two of the zeros. Yeah. So it's right. So it should be point point zero point zero, zero one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Percent. So. But, but that's not crazy. I mean, when they do those polls and stuff, they they really a thousandth don't, of a percent. They really don't survey. I mean, the whole point is you don't have time to do you know um, a huge uh, survey. Oh, so they don't have time, so they don't have to be accurate. Since they just don't have the time, they can't be bothered with the accuracy. Well, you Oops. you try to use theory to get as to be as accurate as possible, you know, and keep the sample as small as possible. You want to balance, you know, as much as you can. Hmm. 5,000 does seem pretty small, but at least they're talking about expanding it. Yeah, they were talking about expanding it. I mean, something that small seems like, I mean, oh, that's what I want to know is the margin of error. Do, do, do. You probably won't talk about that, will you? Margin you know, what? It's a thousand percent. That's really bad. Yeah, we're so wrong. It's all wrong. <laughs> we're we're more than wrong. We're we're so we're, we're getting closer to being right. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're wrong plus. Wrong plus plus. Nobody wants to talk about that, huh? Talk about what? The margin of error on a rating looks like it's 0.3. Oh, there you go. So if it says a 9, it could be 9.3 or it could be 8.7. Yeah. That's pretty big. I'll buy that. That's a third. That's a third. Wow. That's pretty big. That's the thing. Third. It's gonna, a it's third gonna, of what? Well, it's a third of a point. Oh, okay. Um, the, I mean, that's the thing. They're really going after the broad strokes, obviously. Yeah. Um, it just sucks when 
I feel like the people behind everything, the advertising companies and the, and the networks and studios, you know, they're not they're not canceling shows. Oh well, we should maybe cancel this. It's a, you know the broad show canceling. I mean, when they cancel, it's really canceled. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you get out of put out of work because you know, ten thousand, five thousand people said they watched this thing. It just kind of sucks. When but I think like in, a, in a lot of cases of cancellation, that point three wouldn't save them. Mm-hmm. You know, if their ratings are so bad, the point three doesn't matter. Yeah. But it might have saved a couple people. It just depends. I mean, it depends on... I mean, there's a lot of factors that goes into saving a show. I mean, if the show is getting bad ratings... Um, oh, wait, what was I going to say? If the show is... Oh, I was going to say, you know, a show can have, you know, lower ratings but have a higher demographic, you know, of a certain kind of people. Yeah. You know, uh, affluent people, you know. And so they can have lower numbers, but but they still make money for adver- for the you know for advertisers. Yeah. Which makes money for the network, which keeps it on the air, even though it has a low you know low rating. Right. Which I don't think ties into my previous point about the margin of error, but uh, maybe it does. If you can find it. And you win. That's I've heard that 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 was one of lost thing. Like, well, we're we're still high in the demo we want, mm-hmm. and that's what counts. You know, a lot of the advertisers don't look at they don't look at the general numbers. They look at who they want to sell to, and that's what they really care about. Mm-hmm. So uh, so if they if they're getting good numbers and the demos that the advertisers want, then you know, then they're okay. Look at this. I'm on this this guy's blog, and he's talking about this New York Times article, and it says uh, apparently omitting omitting the omitting the margin of error is not new. It says quote over the past 25 years, only two of the 3,124 archived articles that mention Nielsen and quote ratings included a reference of the margin to the margin of error. Interesting. This says every Monday a, a Times a New York Times ranking of the top ten prime time broadcast TVs using Nielsen rating that indicates how many blah blah blah. Uh, on March twenty sixth of this year, sixty minutes ranked number eight with a nine point two Nielsen rating. And each rating point represents one point one million homes. With a margin of error of point three rating point. There was no statistically significant difference between the rating of 60 Minutes and any of the other three programs above it in the ranking or either of the two below it. With no mention of the margin of error, however, the Times readers were left to believe the rankings really meant something. Yeah. Which I think, you know, you can argue goes into, uh, you know, it's sort of a, a cyclical thing. I mean, oh, this is the number one show. Let me go watch it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people do that. Yeah, they do. You know, people want to watch what people are talking about. So, and that's another. And there's another example too of just of how bad that this whole system is. But that that's kind of what I was thinking uh, is the the finer points of, you know, shows it. You know, number eight and number nine might not be that different. You know, I mm-hmm. I can, that that sounds reasonable to me. But you know, if you're number one. A lot of people watched. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they're that wrong. 
I think they're they're wrong like that. So yeah, if you're if you're number ten and they're saying you're not statistically significantly different, oh dear, from number five, then that sucks. Yeah, because it feels like you're a lot worse. But um, you know, in terms of the statistics, you're not. But nobody wants to hear that. They see on the list you're number ten. You're number ten. That's it. Mm-hmm. So that 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 really sucks. I agree. Because I don't think, even if you explained it, I don't think anyone would really appreciate that. Yeah, no. They like the top ten list, and that you know, and they believe exactly. that the, the order of the list has meaning. Yeah, and it sucks. That's what we're calling for: a boycott of TV. All right. Boycott. Boycott. Boy Scout. Boycott. Oh, okay. Um. I want to see a list of the Nielsen ratings. This is June seventeenth. That's that was just like we're doing an expose. I know, right? Dazzle, dazzle. <laughs> um, I just want to lit. They're telling me in like in like paragraph form. I just need a chart. Give me a chart of the ratings. I just want a chart. Ratings. Chart me. Chart me. Anyway, I just want to see what this, uh, let's see what it looks like here. From February 12th to the 18th. Okay. (laughs) Anything more current, USA Today? This is USA last February. And this doesn't, and this chart doesn't even give me the the ratings. <laughs> oh, you're so silly. They just tell me how many people. But I guess I could convert back to the thing, but. Oh, well. All right, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Do you know who you're ready for? No. Okay. But I'm ready. Okay. You're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready, Mama. <laughs> what? The baby ready. Yeah, okay. What's wrong with the baby being ready? Uh, Nothing. Nothing. I don't know what I was thinking. Why did I think Re- that? Ready babies make the heart grow fonder. That's right. <laughs> a ready baby is a happy baby. Is a ready baby. Ready babies are our future. Ready babies are our future. Teach them well and let them be ready. Just a few thoughts for you to take home with you. You know what's cool is... uh, Unlike on the last lowdown, we don't have to be funny all the time. Yeah, isn't that nice? Yeah, we can just let a couple of jokes bomb. That's fine. Yeah. Lost okay. lowdown is a laugh riot. Bomo, bomo, bomo. Sometimes when we're doing the last lowdown, like I just want to stop and laugh because it's so funny. Hmm. Yeah. Are you speaking as you or as some other character? Because that was a weird voice. Oh, what? Are you, 
Was that you saying that statement, or was that some other person? I said that statement. <laughs> I know you actually... Never mind. <laughs> Obviously, you're the one speaking. I, I just I felt like you were doing a voice, and maybe that was supposed to be somebody else. Um, never mind. Okay, well... Yeah, this is a free-willing podcast, but you know, I bomb on Lost Lowdown all the time, so I don't yeah. think anything's different for me. The voice was, was the voice of sarcasm. Oh, okay. Are you, were, you, were you intentionally deceiving? Did you not know what I was talking about, or did you? And you were, I knew what you were talking you're about. You were fucking with me. God damn it. Of course. I always know what you're talking about. I can't about. tell the difference. Sometimes <sighs> you really don't. Sometimes you really don't. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And so when then that comes up, and I think you're serious. I think you're serious. Ah. All right, man. I'm trying to open this thing. Okay, here we go. Sorry. Okay. This is just so, filler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's sad. This is filler. Um, man, this isn't right. Okay, yeah, here we go. Yeah, so when are we doing that next loss? Oh, sorry. We got to gotta move on. Here we go. Hey. Coverage rating? What's the difference with coverage rating and a house? I'll see. Oh. We're red what? Everything. Where was my point? Right. You know, I don't even care anymore. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I stopped caring a long time ago, but hey. Man. Do what you got to do. Man. Yeah, dude. I'm looking at, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> Whatever. I love it. I hate it. Who cares? <laughs> All right. Mr. Podcast. Oh, he's watching TV anyway. I'm sleepy. That's what Nielsen does to you. It wears you down so you don't care anymore and you have to love it. Exactly. Well, this has been a two-hour podcast. Um, Just mere weeks after our other Mr. Podcast, Podcast, which was Mere weeks after our 13-hour podcast. Yay. So, I don't know what that means, but um, I think we're done. Uh, do you want to do you want to talk about what what uh, we're gonna do with the lost slowdown? Mm-mm. Okay. No, you mean the. You mean the uh, all that thing? Yeah. Um. I don't know. Okay. I was trying to think of something funny. I couldn't think of anything. Oh. All right. I was trying to think of something funny to to pretend that we were gonna reveal to people. Oh. Yeah. Like, oh, do you think we should tell them that we're not gonna podcast anymore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that works. Anyway, oh, you mean about the what? Are we what, I mean, we haven't really decided what we're gonna do, right? I mean, yeah, I thought we did. <laughs> I left that meeting feeling a little unsure. <laughs> um, I was unsure, but I was pretty sure you made a decision. Oh God! As far as I remember, you decided that we were gonna do something. I let me think. What was it? Uh. Oh, no, it's all my decision, huh? You totally said what we were going to do, but I forgot what I it think, was. I think I said we were going to 
I think what we decided collectively as a team, which we are, is that um, we were going to do a best of series, right? Best of? Best of what? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> best Sorry. of Lost, crazy ass. Sorry. What are you talking about? I thought you meant, like, Lost. best of the Lost Lowdown. Oh. And, and, that, and that we were just going to cut together clips of our old shit. Oh, it feels awful. <laughs> it really does. For really everyone does. involved. Um, you know what they do when people go on vacation, you know, just throw on some clips oh. of old shit. Oh, we're done with vacation. So, uh, yeah, no, no, no. I remember. That was it. That was it. The best episodes, and then we were going to, like, talk about it, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we said we would do, we were going to let people vote on their favorite of each season or something, like maybe one one or two episodes a season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we would do sort of a live kind of commentary podcast about those. Mm Mm-hmm. So people could listen along with us while we discuss Fire Plus Water. (laughs) Yay. Ugh. Please don't pick fire plus water. Please, please. I know they won't, though. They won't. Unless they just want to, you know, spite us. Which I don't think they do. They don't. They want They don't want to spite us. They want to... They're nice people. Write us. Yeah. And, and, uh... Spite us? I don't know. R-I-G-H-T. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes it worse, right? Maybe. I don't know. What does it mean to write someone? To write them, to make it right. To make what right? Them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Just as as people? As you you write a wrong. Okay. But... How, you know, are you suggesting that we're wrong? No, we're just the opposite of right. Okay. This, okay. Uh, yeah, that, that I hope that was a joke. What's a joke? What's a joke? All right. <laughs> I'll so, follow yeah, so a lot of things. Sometimes, maybe, sometimes I get it. Yeah, Occasionally. well, sometimes I... You know, sometimes I, I lower it just enough for you to get. I'm like, okay, he'll get this one. You didn't he'll have get to this do that. It's like the little kid reaching for the cookies. All <laughs> right, I'll I'll lower him. I'll give him a cookie. Didn't have to put it like that, but all right. I'll take the canister from top of the fridge and I'll put it on the countertop. <sighs> By that I mean sometimes they make it obvious and sometimes they don't. Yes, that's true. Um, so, yeah, that's the big revelation is that we're going to do... So what we're going to do, we're going to pick two episodes each. I don't know that we got the specifics worked out. Um, I, I feel like we did, but... Uh, well, I guess what I mean is I feel like they're still subject to change. Yeah, but, uh, that's but, definitely true. But I think what we said is, uh, yeah, two episodes apiece. And then they'll vote on one Something like that? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I don't know where the voting comes in. I forgot about the voting part. Well, I mean, we probably should really not be planning this on the podcast. <laughs> 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 That's number one. Number two is we should we should really sit down and figure out the 
how much break we have and how much time we have to do podcasts and how much time we need to fill yeah, with podcasts. Yeah. Um, because I'm thinking if we each did one episode a season, that's that's six. And then if they each chose one episode a season, that's nine total. So that's nine <laughs> podcasts. Right there. But would we do one podcast for each episode? I was thinking... No. Yeah. Oh, was, what? Yes. I was thinking, you know, we would do... We would do, like, our retrospectives. You know, we'd maybe do, like, four, five, whatever episodes per podcast. Well, then we need to do more. Then we need to pick a higher number of best for that that season. Then maybe we each pick, like, three episodes of that season. Are, you, like, are you suggesting that... This thing carry us through all the way until Lost comes on again. I'm I'm thinking it carry us through a lot of the way. Yeah, I mean I think it can. We just have to decide how long we want it to carry us. I was thinking a really short term, like this carries us to the end of the summer or something like that, <sighs> and then we go on to something else. But but we could do that. I you know obviously we haven't planned it completely. <laughs> Oops, the secrets out. Um, I mean I think. I mean, how long do you think you can talk about your favorite episode of season one? Uh, that's the thing. I don't. I'm not that long. I mean, we've done our retrospectives. We've mm-hmm. gone more in depth. Uh, it's gonna boil down to me praising the episode, and I can't do that forever. I mean, how about we, how about how about we do two episodes each, right? So that's four. Only two. In, in one podcast. Oh. And do no more podcasts on that subject. And then, and then do, and then we have three total. So four for each season, four episodes. Oh God, I'm one really podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So We're one pre- podcast for each season. Each podcast is four episodes. Oh, okay, okay. And the, what about the voting thing? And then the voting thing is separate. The voting thing would be an additional three episodes, three podcasts. Oh, okay. Three podcasts. Oh, I see what you're saying. <sighs> well, yeah, three podcasts. I mean, I guess we if we did a commentary, it'd be like forty minutes an hour. I mean, that's not. I mean, what are you suggesting? We do all like we ask for everybody's best of all, you know, and then we do the, you know, we do all three best of episodes in one podcast. No. No, 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 no. I figured it'd take two or three to do the best of stuff. No, I'm talking about the, the audience best of, the listener best of. Well, I figured that would be incorporated. We would do ours and theirs at the same time. In one podcast? Well, I mean, like I said, probably would take two or three, you know, spread out over those. Okay. I guess I'm back to my first question. Okay, we we want the podcast to be like around three hours, right? Three three to five hours, you know, right? Well, yeah, I guess if we really want it that long, maybe we do need them all in one podcast. Well, I mean, I thought that's what you wanted. <laughs> no, that wasn't what I was thinking. That wasn't what I was thinking. Because that was, I mean, I was thinking, I mean, if we did, you know, if we do a commentary podcast and it's an hour long, fine, it's an hour long. That's That's totally fine. I was thinking something like your top three, my top three, and the voting top three. You know, in three, one podcast. Three, no, three podcasts. Oh, 
I'd rather it, I'd rather it stay consistent with the seasons, though, so we're not flipping over the seasons so your, for podcasts. Your, your original thing, well, we could do that too. We could do season one, season two, season three. Um, but uh, your original thing was one podcast for each episode, right? That that was yeah. the thing that I didn't think it should. I wasn't thinking that many podcasts, but I didn't think just one though. Okay, how about? I mean, I want to go season by season. Okay, so we could do season one, mine, yours, and the the voting, and season two, and then season three. Okay, we'll go back to the first part. Season one, mine, yours, mine, and the voting. Mm-hmm. Okay, you, that's in one podcast, you're saying? Yeah. Okay, and how many episodes each? Best of season one. What do you mean, how many episodes? You you like you get two, I get two, and the audience gets the one. So five episodes for one podcast. Oh, I, we get two from each season. I thought we I'm asking got one. you. Oh, you're asking me. Okay, see here's the here's the problem. When when you wanted more when you wanted more podcasts per episode, that's what I was trying to do. Give us more podcasts per episode instead of one podcast for one episode. I was thinking, you know, two or three, maybe four podcast four episodes per podcast. This is getting confused. <laughs> well, I'm getting really. What's happening? <laughs> reality is breaking down as we know. <laughs> Did you just say <laughs> what's going on? Okay, listen, listen. Let's do this. Okay. Did you just thing- say you want to do four podcasts on one episode? <laughs> I said it and I meant it. <laughs> okay. okay. This is what this is this is what I think we should do. Okay. <laughs> I don't we do really one. Drink them along. We do one. Yeah, right. <laughs> you already said you like her hair. <laughs> <laughs> you said that last podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <sighs> uh, okay. So the point is, we do okay. I think we should do... Okay, I think if we talked about an episode... I think we could spend... Okay, well, here's the question. Let's go... We really should be podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. But you know what? The first podcast, we were trying to name the podcast. You know, every now and then, we take it behind the curtain. But I thought we... I thought we got better than that. Nah. That was a novice mistake. We're professionals now. Oh, okay. Okay, now here's the deal. Temporary regression. What are you going to do? Here's the question. Do you want to go epi- scene by scene for these episodes or not? Uh, I hadn't even thought about it. I guess That's I was That's a think- very important question. I was In my mind, I was thinking no, but maybe we should. <laughs> It'll string it out more if we do. But I, I think we should. I think we should go scene by scene because it, it's been a while since people have seen them. And really, if we don't, I'm gonna. I'll have like five minutes on each one. Well, that's the whole point. Okay, so if we go scene by scene, that's like an hour minimum for the pot for that episode. Yeah. So I say I say we do. We do. Okay, the first podcast will be, you know, an episode you like, an episode I like, right? Second podcast, um, and and then and maybe a viewer one. Okay. Okay, that maybe make that around three hours. Then the second podcast will be 
same season, season one, another episode you like, another episode I like. Okay. And maybe and maybe another viewer one, I guess. We okay. could do another viewer. Uh, why not? They should get two. We get two. Sure. Um, so that's two podcasts, three episodes each, just for season one. Mm-hmm. So we would get six podcasts. Are we, we going to coordinate so we don't pick the same ones? Yes. Because I feel like there's a decent chance of overlap. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, see, I think one of the original ideas we were going to do, like, we were going to each pick one and then have, like, the best of the season. Because what our favorite ones are and the best of the season aren't necessarily the same. You know what I mean? Mm, uh... Uh, yeah. Like I, I was thinking, we would we would we would pick our sort of individual favorite. You know, the ones that are our favorites for like kind of maybe specific reasons, and then the one, then one that you and I agree is like the best on the season. Yeah. Best of the season. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah. I, I know what you mean. I think that we may not personally enjoy the most, but mm-hmm. you can recognize it's the. Yeah, or the most pivotal, or the... Yeah. I mean, maybe we can even pick, you know... At the, hey, that's another thing we can do. I'm glad we're recording so we'll remember. We can yeah. maybe let the let the audience pick, you know, what uh, what's the silliest episode of the season? You know, okay. what's the what's the most pivotal episode? You know, what's the uh, most action-packed? I don't know. Oh, God, it's getting crazy now. Dude, we've got like nine months. I mean... <laughs> we do have forever. You know? Forever. Yeah. And we'll just talk about it. Yeah, we could do that. We can do that. Or we'll do something. But you're going out of town soon. Who, me? Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Only for a week, though. Um, Nobody the week after the next, right? Uh, Yeah, I'm leaving on Saturday. This Saturday? Yeah. Okay, so we're not podcasting this Saturday. I guess not, huh? Unless when, I do it day, from the road, which I won't. When do you come back? <laughs> Unless I do this thing that I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. Sorry, guys. Maybe I can do one from Dallas. I doubt it, though. Hey, guys, this is how much he cares about you. He won't I'm even just, podcast from the road. I'm just going to be, I'm just, uh, you know, i got to focus on driving. I can't, you know, mm. make... You can't worry about your diligent fans. <sighs> God. Diligent? Hmm. <laughs> Diligent, why not? Diligent and refreshing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bracing our fans. Um, okay, well, what did you get back? Riveting. Uh, a week, uh, I guess, the Monday after that. Not the Monday after that, but... The Monday after the Monday after that. Yeah. So the earliest we could podcast would be in like three Saturdays, not this Saturday, not next yeah. Saturday, but the Saturday after. If we got a podcast on a Saturday, then then yeah, yeah. And actually, I probably oh, can't we do don't. that Saturday either. Um, You're just quitting all over the place. It'll probably probably have to be if we have to podcast on a Saturday. Probably have to be the Saturday after that one. And we don't have a podcast on Saturday. What? We don't have to podcast on Well, Saturday. that's good. Then, then we might have other possibilities. Um, the soonest we could podcast is like Wednesday of the week you get back. You know, I mean, give you like a day to recuperate and yeah, 
and watch whatever episode we have to watch or something. Mm-hmm. So, for the folks who are interested... Yeah, that's the problem. I'll have to watch the episodes and probably take notes. And st- Oof. What? And if I we're going scene that. by scene, uh, you know, somebody's going to have to do that, so... Um, I'm looking at you, Vicky H. <laughs> you haven't helped enough. We need you to do show notes for us. Show notes. Show notes. So basically, for those who are interested, um, don't expect a new loss slowdown before July 4th. Yeah, And actually, sorry. it's July, it's July 4th. We'll be busy. You'll be busy. I didn't realize how busy I was getting uh, during this time. I was thinking we could get one out sooner, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, and actually, I should say some of our listeners might not be busy, <laughs> those who aren't in America, um, since you care nothing about July 4th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's there's a few of you that I know of. There's very many few. Some of you might think it's silly or a trifle. Oh, you silly Americans and your silly celebrations. Do you know how many times my country has declared independence? (laughs) (laughs) We don't celebrate every time. (laughs) It's too many times. Too many. I don't know what country that was. I don't either. It was kind of going all over the place. It was. It was. I think it was Latvia. I was Mm. doing a Latvian accent. I just like that word. Do you? Uh, yeah, but we are based in America, uh, so and we do have a number of American listeners, so at least a fair amount of you can, you know, are, will be... Well, based on the sample size, I would say that... Uh, yeah, okay, I'm done. Yeah, um, but uh, so it's reasonable, and you know, whatever. That's, I won't be doing much on the day itself, but uh, around that time... I'm going to be shooting British people. Wow. That's, you know, just like Abraham Lincoln did. You're a real patriot, sir. Abraham Lincoln and uh, 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 what's his name, uh, Benedict Arnold. Yes, thank you, George Washington Carver too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy. He didn't stop. Yeah. John Hancock. Yeah. Hey, dude. Don't even get me started. That guy signed the shit out of his name. Mm-hmm. He signed his name so much, a signature was named after him. <laughs> Tough crowd. <laughs> that was the kind of thing you gotta like pull your pull your jacket, loosen your necktie <clears throat> after that joke. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, it's almost uh, it's almost like Rodney Dangerfield style. Yeah. Yeah, what's uh what's the deal with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was it was whatever. It was half half sort of observation. Anyway, whatever. It, um, you know that you know that joke that some comedian who's probably really famous said, um uh you might even know this. It's a big joke. It's like um, you know, blah blah blah, ADHD, you know, ADD, ADHD, blah blah blah. In my day they just said they just, you know, if you had that, if you were whatever, they just called you stupid or whatever. You know that joke? Mm-hmm. Or I don't no, know but now I do. There's some joke like that, and uh, some some pretty big comedian said it or something. You know, my day that you're just stupid. Maybe Bernie Mac or I don't know. Uh, something something he would say. Um, anyway, I was talking to my, my roommate's mom the other day, and uh, I think it was 
think it was her, her I was talking to. And uh, anyway, it was just funny because she said the exact same thing, but she wasn't saying it in a joke form. Like, oh, we were talking about kids and stuff and, you know, education and blah, blah, blah. And then, then all this stuff came up with medicating kids and all that stuff. And it was just so funny because she just kind of casually said the exact same thing. And I'm thinking in my head, wow, you know, <laughs> there's a joke out there just like that. But, yeah. um, you know, based on this truth that we're talking about right here. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd share you that story. Uh, share yeah. you that story. That's a great point. I'm sure there's nothing to be learned from understanding the reasons why people. Uh, Dude, you know what's funny trouble. though? I I mean, I think to a certain extent, and it's funny. It actually goes back to the original topic of The Sopranos, is because um, AJ. You know, when people are told they're depressed, you know, sometimes they use that as an excuse, you know. Oh, I'm depressed. Don't, you know, that's why I'm moping around. Like, oh, don't ask me to do anything. I'm depressed. You know what I mean? They use it as a shield and as a crutch. And yeah. And I think I think, I think there's there's times when, when kids um, and doctors are like, oh, your kid's hyperactive? Here's some Ritalin for him. Like, he's got ADD. It's like, no, he's a little hyperactive. Maybe, you know, maybe he shouldn't be eating those lollipops before, you know, class or something, you know. I think but, you're getting uh, a little glib. Am I getting glib? Mm-hmm. I'm hey, hearing look, a, I, a touch of glib. A, a touch of glib. You know, mm-hmm. I've read all the medical journals. I've studied psychology. Uh, I think you're the one who's glib, Matt. <laughs> oh, wait. Wait, what happened? Uh, yeah. No, I mean, that's not to say that's not a problem, but I just I just feel like there's something annoyingly anti-intellectual about, like, you know, oh, fuck it, they're just stupid. Like, I think sometimes those things are, are worth, uh, you know, they when correctly diagnosed and applied, they can actually be beneficial to understand why someone's having trouble uh, learning or, or whatever, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And we shouldn't just abandon and say, well, they're just stupid, who cares? Of course. Let's not even try to help them. You know, but I, I, think, like, I, think, I think there's been a backlash, and, it's, and, and it seems like, at least a lot of people seem to think it's, it's sort of gone overboard. You know, oh, here's, you know, it, it's, it's almost psychosomatic. It's now that this has a name, people know, you know, oh, I've got this thing because I hear about it all the time. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, it's a proven fact that that happens, you know, a lot with people, you know, anytime some new disease comes, you know, is at the forefront or some outbreak somewhere that, that's not even, you know, in America or wherever, you know, doctors get people coming in saying, I've got this thing. I've got you the know. bird flu. Yeah, I've got the bird flu. And it's like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, this thing you have, sir, isn't even transmittable to humans. You and know, SARS. So. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. sure, you're dead. You can't get SARS. But anyway, um, Somebody told me this funny story about their mom and how um, how she she keeps touting that she has ADD, and I just thought it was really funny because uh, she uses an excuse for stuff. She's like, yeah. "Oh, blah blah blah." I've got, and just it, to me, it just seems so funny. Like, I don't know, forty fifth year old woman, like just claim, you know, I've got ADD. I've got ADD. Like, it just seems like it seems. I don't know. It just seems kind of funny to me yeah. to see her character running around using that as an excuse for stuff and. And plus, it's not something you usually associate with adults anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. And that's a problem. And that's, you know, that's just the way people are, I guess. They, you know, if you hear about something, mm-hmm. if, if it can work in your favor, you might use it. Um, or, you know, you're 
your uh, your uh, neuroticness uh, might lead you to believe you have something, you know, uh, if you hear about it, um, and you're inclined to that sort of thing. But mm-hmm. you know, what are you going to do? Not like ever mention these things or cover up what their names are? You know, what's the solution to that? I don't really know. Uh, the solution is, like, not coming up with these, like, disorders that are so nebulous. Right, medicine? (laughs) (laughs) Stop inventing disorders. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know anything about anything. Wow. Yeah. You don't know anything about anything. I think that means I know everything about everything, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't roll that out. <sighs> oh, anything about anything. No, you shouldn't. Wait, what did you say that means? I don't know what it means. It should. It should mean you don't. It should mean you know nothing. Exactly. Okay. Because if you know something, that means you know something about something. And anyway, um, uh, <laughs> oh dear. I'm reading about ADD. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, I mean, I think ADD is something someone might say if they have trouble, you know, with their attention span. And a lot of people have trouble with that, and it may not rise to the level of a disorder. Um, Yeah, it's just, I mean, I'm I'm looking at ADHD here, and it's uh, characterized by a persistent pattern of inattention and or hyperactivity, as well as forgetfulness, poor impulse control or impulsivity, and distractibility. And you've just named every kid ever. Hey, where'd you put your toys? I don't know. You've got ADD. Hey, stop fidgeting in your seat. Mom, I got ADD. No, okay. I'm making light of ADD. I'm sure there's people who have it, and it's a, it's, it's a condition that, you know, that yeah. obviously exists. When it gets... I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying it doesn't exist. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the thing. I feel like it, it swings the other way. It gets abused, and then it's like, let's throw it out all together. Yeah, and, it's just you know, there's probably some some kids out there who have like serious attention problems that are beyond what a normal kid would have, and mm-hmm. they completely like destroy their ability to, you know, go through school and interact normally, and you know, it's just I think it's it's one of those conditions or whatever that it, it it's just bad luck that it's you know it's uh it's symptoms are the same symptoms of its of the people it affects. You know what I mean? Like, kids are those things whether or not they have ADD or not. Now, to what level is the difference? Yeah. You know, it's like if you had some disease that, well, it affects, you know, uh, men, you know, who have arms or something. It's characterized by, uh, you know, a male human with arms. Oh, crap. Well, you know what I mean? Like, it just sucks, you know. Because that's what you have, and that's what you are. Right. 
Yeah, it's almost like yeah, this this disease that affects people with with cataracts and the symptoms are you have cataracts. Mhm. And that's yeah. kind of silly. <laughs> yeah. Cuz it just seems like you're saying you know, nothing. Exactly. You're not you're not really, yeah. But yeah, I think it's supposed to be to an extreme where it's uh it truly is abnormal. No medical cures available. Son of a bitch. What about that Ritalin? Apparently that's not a cure. Okay. Just a just a treatment, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Cures. Cures are few and far between. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know why I said that. Was that an indictment of the medical industry? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Hey, you there, medicine. When's the last time I've seen a real honest-to-goodness cure? Yeah. It's been yeah, few and far I mean, between. You take antibiotics, and it's like, is that supposed to be a cure? So, sure, you gave us you gave us a polio vaccine. Sure, sure. Polio vaccine is good. Mm-hmm. Check, 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 check. Oh, God, okay. stop saying that. Uh, good one. Yeah, you know, check that one. What are you trying to say? Yeah, I was trying to somehow say, put a check by in the good column for that one. Oh, then God. I just kept saying check. <laughs> I got stuck in a infinite loop. Oh, God. Yeah, that's why brains are awesome, because they suck. <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't complete the sentence, so I had to keep saying check. Oh, God. Luckily, I was able to stop. Um, Luckily. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Polio was good. You know, um, penicillin was great uh, originally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the thing that's weird about antibiotics to me is the whole idea of it just sort of teaching you how to fight it. <laughs> you know, we'll we'll put in we'll put in a weakened form of the stuff. Oh, you mean a vaccine? Is that vaccine? Yeah, that's, oh, that's what a vaccine is. Okay, okay, no, okay. no, no, no. That's a vaccine. A vaccine is oh, basically no, silly. Well, don't feel silly. We're we're among friends. A vaccine is yeah, is a small portion of the actual virus. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then your body pr- produces antibodies, you know, to fight it and then kills it off successfully. And so next time, if you get exposed to that, it, it you know it needs to be that particular strand, pretty much. Uh, strange to say. Um, then of course your body already has the antibodies to fight it. Yeah, it's just a this strange weird, thing. Yeah. It's not like it kills it. It just sort of teaches your body how to do it. Yeah, by showing you what the thing looks like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a crazy idea. Like here, let me infect you with this thing that'll that'll be the best in the long run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I guess that's you know. That's the way you develop those things, by being exposed to them. But, yeah, I mean, uh, it's really just a product of how the body fights off infection. It can't really fight off something it, it doesn't really know. I mean, that's, yeah. that's kind of the flaw is that, oh, no, what's this thing? We've never encountered it, so we're not very effective at fighting it off. So it's kind of nice that medicine has figured out how to, you know, use the body, use, you know, they have to play on the playing field that they're given kind of thing. But, um, yeah, that's different than antibiotics, which actually fight the actual infection. Uh, you know, I thought they did, but then the I got vaccine crossed with them and uh 
Because I'm like, I thought penicillin really did fight infection, but maybe not. <laughs> hey, I don't know. Because then I had that thing about vaccines in my head, and I just didn't, I didn't realize that there was another word for that. And oh god, yeah. Because I really did think it actually did something. We All believe right. you. What? I so said we believe you. Oh, good. Uh, so yeah, penicillin is good um, as far mm-hmm. as. Uh, actually fighting something. It kind of well, sucks when they develop tolerances and stuff, but uh and you can't take too much of it. But uh people, this is why you shouldn't get antibiotics unless you really really need them because these viruses and these uh you know, these um bacteria, you know, they adapt, man. They really do adapt. Yeah, which is good for them. But, uh, yeah, great for them that we can't kill them off. But, um, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah, you know what? I'll give them that. Um, obviously, you know, they've come a long way. Sanitation was a big advancement. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they uh, really didn't know they had to do that at one point. And uh, that was not Well, good. they had no idea what germs were. Yeah. I mean, the idea that there was something invisible on you, what? Yeah. <laughs> There's something smaller than my eye can see? <laughs> Who does thou say this nonsense? Surely you jest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, silly medieval times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. That's, uh, yeah, that was a, that was a big... Nice paradigm shift for the medical community, which is yeah, pretty I mean, bad before that. I think that's where it really, really got going. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's really interesting to think of how conscious we are of of our environment, of like how what we touch, and you know, oh, don't touch that, and then put your put in your put your fingers in your mouth, or yeah. you know, touch that and put it in your eye because you're aware of that. You're aware, constantly aware of germs and stuff like that. It's kind of interesting, totally yeah. different, totally different world when you you have no idea. Uh, that I can't, you know, go touch this rotting meat and then go, like, lick my finger or something. Right. Work out in the field all day or go hunting or something and then come home Mm -hmm. and just eat with your fingers and, Mm -hmm. you know, touch your kids. I don't mean like that. So, see. Sorry. Sometimes clarification is worse. Sorry, I just I said that. I'm like, oh, that sounds horrible. That's not. See, yeah, I just meant like you pat can, him on the head or something, you know. Yeah. See, the problem is you can never come home and just touch your kids. That's illegal. Um, <laughs> I I understand. I never advocate that. I just that was a bad phrase. Can't say touch kids without it sounding bad. But you know, a little, little pat on the head, whatever. You know, nice, nice stuff. I hope if you have kids, you do more than just pat them on the head. <laughs> All the love and attention they get, a nice pat on the head. No, this, this is an innocuous. That's all you got to do to them, right? <laughs> and, this, and then they go in their room, and they somehow feed and clothe themselves and raise themselves on their own. They're, they're great. They're great. <laughs> Every fortnight, they come out for a gentle pat on the head. <laughs> and then they retreat themselves into I'm ready for my pat, Father. Where did you learn to talk? <laughs> I've been reading. Oh, God. This kid's a little scary. Yeah, that's kind of scary. <laughs> you old die, all right? Um, I've been learning things. 
<laughs> in secret. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Not good at all. No, if your kid locks himself in a room and teaches himself how to talk, <laughs> that's bad. Beware. Beware. You Buyer might beware. have... Uh, <laughs> you might have a problem on your hands. Yeah. Or genius. Or genius. It could be a genius, but you got to be suspicious. Anytime kids seem like they know what they're talking about, it's it's creepy. Yeah. That's why Dakota Fanning's creepy. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. She always knows what she's talking about. Yeah. Luckily, she's getting older where it'll be more reasonable. Yeah. Don't forget Elle Fanning, her little sister. Oh, God. Uh, you like this kid? You like that kid? You know what, dude? What happened to Haley Joel Osment? Oh, sorry, Haley. <laughs> I, I think you're done. Yeah, he's he had that one movie, um, something Sixth about lions. Oh. No, when he was older and not a cute kid. Mm. Oh, something really? He did, a, he did an older movie? He did a movie with... Um, or a newer movie Robert, when he was older? Uh, Robert... Uh, Downey Jr.? De Niro? No, old guy. Duvall. Uh, oh, Duvall. Yeah, he did a movie with him called, like, Pride of Lions or Lion Pride or something about lions and pride. You know, some sort of... <laughs> Double meaning for pride. Of course, of course. Of course. How can you how can you not do that? You have to. Anyway, it looked awful. Sounds awful. But uh Yeah. yeah With old Haley, huh? Old Haley. Wow. Yeah, you know, he uh he was great as a kid actor. I don't know that anybody wants to see him now. Maybe he can pull off a, a Jodie Foster kind of thing. Mhm. Or even uh, Ron Howard become a director. Yeah. Jodie Foster was older though. He was pretty. He was pretty young. He was like Dakota's age when she started. When Jodie Foster yeah. started, she wasn't. She wasn't like too old. I mean, she was a taxi driver. She was about eleven. Yeah, yeah, that's old, man. Is that old? All You're right. almost a teenager. <laughs> I mean, she did stuff before that, but that was like oh, that doesn't count. A bigger thing. But, uh, no, I mean, yeah, maybe he can pull that. I mean, I, I think if anything, it's more. I always say you have to. Uh, I, I think the, the 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 model I use is Drew Barrymore. Oh, hmm. yeah. You know, actually, I use her more for like you know Lindsay Lohan because cause they have you know that similar thing where Drew Barrymore. I mean, she was like crazy when she was a kid. And, like, yeah, you know, she'll she'll. She tells stories of when she was like thirteen or fourteen and doing crazy stuff in Hollywood, you know, at parties and places she should not have been. Yeah. And uh, and then she got she did all those like crazy movies, you know, the like sexual movies oh, before right. she made her like mainstream comeback. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now she's like America's sweetheart. She's like the good girl. <laughs> you know. She's America's sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like American. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Everybody knows that um, Reese Witherspoon is American. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. 
Everybody knows that. That's why I questioned. I thought the like was one of those meaningless likes where you could delete it from the sentence and it would still mean the same thing. No, I didn't think it, it, it actually real. was a like with content. That's a real. But that's the nice part about having a like is sometimes you can use it. You can just use it and decide when you want it to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. And usually I'd be able to tell, but in that case, uh, I was wrong. You were like wrong. <laughs> but specifically, you were wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right. Um, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. So uh, I think uh, he needs to find some way to... Uh, I, d- I don't think the Drew Barrymore path is really what you want to do. No, or even like Christina Ricci, dude. I mean, she was doing stuff when she was a kid. Yeah. I she, mean, she, she went the indie, indie movie route. Yeah, yeah. Which is fine. She got she yeah. just did a bunch of movies. So, she's she's know. very respectable. I mean, you know, she's. I think she's a really good actress. I've, I've seen her in quite a bit of things, and and uh, she's always nice to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I like... Uh, I don't like what she did. If I don't like her movies, I at least like... You just like her for Casper. That was not one of her indie efforts. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, she was still pretty young when she did Casper, though. Yeah. That was the tail end of the Adams Family years. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Adams Family. Yeah, that was that was the first time I saw her. Me too. Yeah, Everybody no, raved okay. about her in that in that movie, in the first one in particular. Dude, she was perfect. Yeah, she was. She was very good. I think she was better than the original Wednesday. <laughs> I didn't think so because I love the original people, but she was good. Yeah. I didn't like anybody better than the original people, but, you know. <laughs> I was used to them. Angelica Houston was phoning it in, dude. She you was think? fully folding it in, yeah. I didn't really think... I remember being a kid watching that. I'm just like, you're just like... You're just... I don't know. I didn't really think she was really putting her effort. I felt like... What's his name? Uh, uh, Raul Ju- Julia? Yeah, Raul Julia. I felt like he was he was acting his butt off, you know, trying to play that character. Um, <laughs> and, maybe, and maybe he just had more to do than she did as, yeah. as, as Morticia, but I don't know. She yeah, I think his character is better. Yeah. In general, he's he's more dynamic. That's when I really noticed um, Joan Cusack too. Oh. Yeah, I guess that was the second one she was in. Who was she? Know. She she played the woman who was trying to kill. Um, uh, who's the bald guy? Fester. Yeah, Uncle Fester. She was trying to kill him and take his money. I think it was, uh, I guess in the second one. But she wasn't a member one. of the family. No, no, no. She wasn't a member of the family. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That I think that was the second one. Or maybe yeah, it was the first one. I don't even It could have been the first. I mean, what was the plot of the first Who one? Who knows? I don't remember. Yeah. Thing lost a finger. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Oh, wait, what? I was making a joke about the plot. Oh, okay. Did that really happen? <laughs> I thought that really happened. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. You just, you just said you remember that. I, th- I, th- I think I do remember that. I swear I can see it in my head. I can see, like, you know... Oh, wait. Did you say thing? Mm-hmm. I meant the little hand. 
That's that's who Thing is. Oh, I thought Thing was the big hairy thing. No, that's uh. <sighs> now, oh man, Uncle Fester and oh god, I gotta look it up now. What's the what's the you know what I'm talking about, right? The yeah, it has a name. It's a person. It's a per- <laughs> it's a person. <laughs> well, it is. It's um. No, I, I know. <laughs> I just. <laughs> It's not like Thing. I thought they called it Thing, but Thing is the hand. Cousin It. Cousin It, there you go. See, that's pretty close. Apparently, yeah. Apparently It with two T's. Really? I never knew that. I never knew that either. Wow. Two T's. Two T's, I-T-T. I-T-T, Okay. Whatever, guys. No, I swear, I see this scene of of Thing running and then, like, getting into something and losing a finger. All right, well, you asked for it. I'm looking it up. Now I don't think that happened because you just made it up, but you conjured up an image. I I guess maybe I've seen a scene where somebody lost a finger and I transplanted it. I'm looking it up. All right. You know, I think there may have been a scene when he almost lost a finger. Maybe that happened. I, I, I feel like there was a scene where, like, something, like, scissors or something snapped at him, and you mm-hmm. thought he lost a finger, but he had really just, like, raised it or something, and then he, like, puts it back down, and you see that he didn't really lose it. I uh, feel like that scene's there. Oh, okay. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. That'd be good. That would make it logical. <laughs> so, that I sounds like a good it. scene? Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. So <laughs> it's... It sounds like a scene that might actually be there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how much I want to watch it. Like, right now. What do you mean? Yeah, Christopher Lloyd as uh, Uncle Fester was a weird choice. Yeah. I, I mean, I think he did a good job, it. but it, it's just a weird choice. It is, yeah. I really like the original guy. I never thought he was as good. But, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, I felt that way about everybody. I feel that way about everybody. Because I love that guy, and I love that guy, and this guy's my friend, and this guy's my real friend. I'm just a drunk guy. Oh, okay. You know, though. Yeah, yeah. guy who loves everybody. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. This guy right here. I love this guy. This guy. Speaking of this guy right here, um, we got to end this thing because it's going to end at three hours. Oh, yeah. That's almost done. Thanks and namaste. Whoa! Just preparing you. Okay. Although, I'm not going to say that because that's how we end the other one. You really shocked me. Yeah, that was my other thought. I'm like, man, you don't say that here. And it was really abrupt. And I'm like, fuck, if I'm supposed to end it now, we're screwed, because I couldn't go with it. You know, I always forget how we end them, and I think we usually talk about how we forget how we end them. Yeah, we that's just, exactly. Like, end we it. don't have an ending for for Mr. Podcast. We just Yeah, don't. and we always talk about that, and then we just decide to end it, and then yeah. later we forget, and then we go again and again. <laughs> that's exactly the pattern, and you can listen to the past ones, and you can hear us talking about the same topic. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to say...
Goodbye. Okay. I will say, say goodbye. See you later. Peace.